Welcome to the south of the streets. Coming at you every week with this food for thought. Hope you're ready to eat. With everything going on in this nation, we need some information. And that's why salt needs to be stationed in your rotation. And just like a red, white, blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back to Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Saturday, March 13th, 1.18 p.m., episode 104. And welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary and all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you can handle. And the best part about the whole deal, it's all built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness <coughs> and continue our endless endeavor to bridge that gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I am Colin. I am Donovan. And today, ladies, gentlemen, theys and them. Lentlemen. We, <laughs> Lentlemen. What is that from? It's from an Adam Sandler movie, Anger Management. Anger Management. Car, and Jack Nicholson flick. tries to get him to hook up with that, with the trans. You can't even say tranny anymore. Like, no. that's at that time, you're like, yeah, he tries to get him to hook up with a tranny. He tries to get him to engage in... Sexual, sexual acts with a trans person and he says ladies gentlemen gentlemen and it was funny at the time but now we'll probably get canceled just for even fucking talking about it it's all right we could use a little cancellation that's no big deal all that really does is help people yeah these days trying to find new creative ways to get canceled so that we can become famous that's right we're and cracking b- b- before we do the show why don't you know, there we go beautiful shout out we're gonna Heritage. take a little shot skis also Another shout out to Heritage because when COVID and everything popped off, they started making all that hand sanitizer. Yeah. Smelled like straight liquor. <laughs> you sounded like a liquor store. Holy God. We had some of it and we put it in like a spray bottle at home. Yep. You spray and you're like, Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yeah, well, it was really hardcore. Everyone's house for a while smelled like they were alcoholics. Yeah. Why well, you got to give me the high test, bro? Because this is going to drink more than I do. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you know, I can't argue against that. Cheers, buddy. That one's a little bit saucier than this one. Woo. The sugar helps, though. Yeah. All right, 51 and a half percent for sakes. What did you just put in my body? Yeah, this one's only 30%. Oh, I got a quick story before we do anything. Let's hear it. Well, actually, let's let's do this. What are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about grab the COVID-19. Yeah, it'll be a grab bag. And then, because we did, I kind of forgot about it, right? Because we did a pretty good dive into the COVID relief bill. Yes. Last episode. Yes. And not too much has changed, no. which is nice. Well, um, I'm glad I took all these notes then. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, well, you know, but, yeah, I so we're going to talk about point. that. Um, you know, there is not a crisis down on the southern border. No supposedly. crisis. It's, a, no it's crisis. an urgent situation, but it's not a crisis. It's not a crisis. And the, the latest one, I just don't think that it really makes a difference what we call it. I think that it, <laughs> I swear to God she said that I don't think that it matters what we call it. I think what matters is that we lay out the concrete steps of what we're going to do to make it better. doesn't matter what we call it. It doesn't no. matter. It's just, you know, three to maybe potentially six times worse than when we first called it a crisis during the Obama administration. But yeah. it doesn't matter. It's not a crisis. It's, it's just crisis. it's an urgent situation. Don't worry about it. Here's your $1,400. And your $1,400. Shut up and go away now. Yeah. Take your crumbs and go. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're going to talk that. about stimulus bill a little bit. And then we got uh, phase three. For Washington State has finally emerged. Yeah. After and yeah, and so we'll get into that a little bit I, stuff here for all you local folks. Yeah. I've got to tell one. you, 
I spoke your praises to Jordan on our family walk yesterday. I was oh, telling well, her, you know, you. we're going to talk about these things and blah, blah, blah. And I, so I was like, so we're going to talk about phase three. And I laughed a little bit and I said, you know what's funny? I said, and I've kind of been quiet, partially because I want to just see what happens, partially because no one is really listening. So it doesn't really matter at this point. I said, it, more, it matters more for the future. But in regards to phase three, so Colin is about the only person that I have seen actually talking about the fact that the governor didn't have a phase three until like five seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just so happy to be in phase two that it's like it didn't even matter. And as we were approaching the end of phase two, like the two-week mark, it was one week into phase two. And you were like, I really hope that in another week we'll have a plan of what's going to happen next. And I was like, yeah, maybe. You know, like, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And, and then another ten days goes by and you're like, we're so... We're past the two weeks now, and uh, still no plan for phase three. Excuse me, and it was just on Thursday, right? That mm-hmm. that he finally came out with phase three, which is yeah, it was on Thursday. Long... He did a a conference, yeah, press conference. Yeah. They're talking about what phase three would be, will look when like. we're getting, yeah, what it'll look like, when we're going to be able to go into it. The things um, that we know right now, because there was yeah. a lot of stuff that he was like, which we don't know quite yet, but, you know, we'll definitely have that next week before the 22nd for sure. Yeah. And this is, remember, remember not that long ago, we had a multi-phase, I think it was four phases in the original plan. And somehow along the line, they decided to get rid of it. And we're back to uh, we're also back to counties now yep. instead of districts. The Hunger Games are officially have officially <laughs> the concluded. Hunger Games have ended. I don't know who won. Yeah, but the Hunger <laughs> Games for this year are over. The districts have closed. Yep. <laughs> we are back to the county level. Yeah, but we'll get into all the details on that one yeah. because surprise, surprise, spoiler alert: Kitsap County already meets all the requirements to go into phase three. But we'll get into those numbers and stuff later. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about alcohol real quick alcohol alcohol so i went to the burr yesterday okay i went to the burr oh, to the bar. had me a, lo- a nice fat hamburger with some burnt fried onions on it which was kind of sad but it was still satisfying I'm trying to go to the bar it was i haven't been to the good. bar since things have reopened so from my experience let me tell you a cautionary tale Uh-oh. about returning to bars everyone most of these bars have not been essentially very active for a year, right? The bars especially, because yes. the restaurants have been open, yeah. most of them. Yeah, particularly the bars, because yes. you know they've been the ones that... Oh, yeah, that's the best... The other thing I'll get into. It's COVID now goes to bed at midnight and not 11 yes, anymore. Yes, so right. That's, we can be out and drinking yep. until midnight because yeah, the one that's hour a new thing. It, I heard that. He said that, and I was like, what's the fucking difference? <laughs> I'm like, what is the fucking difference? Like there is none. Spin. It's it's just a it's, it's just a matter of uh, how much ah, control Washington. they want to exert. But uh, so, anyways, I went to the burr, and I'm not drinking beer right now, obviously. So um, I just was gonna have a glass of bourbon for right? Lent. So I ordered the hamburger, or I ordered my glass of bourbon first. And I just yeah. want bourbon on the rocks, and she goes, "Okay, what kind of bourbon you want?" I was like, "Well, you know, let's not do some let's not do some bottom shelf stuff. I mean, I'm just drinking this straight. So Celebrate. let's do like a." You know, you got a Knob Creek back there. That's a really that's one of my favorites. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we got a bottle of that." So I get my glass, and I drink about half of it, to the point where the ice all starts to melt, mm-hmm. and there are not one, but two flies in it, and some other schmegma that was floating around in there. Um, oh no! And so I, I just got 
you know, it's like, hey, you know, here's the, here's the thing. This is what's going on. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, I wonder if it's if it's the ice or the bottle or what it is. Let, you know, let me find out. So she picks up the bottle and looks, and it is full of fruit flies. And then she oh, goes. Oh, no. Uh, and then they go, uh, yeah, and, like, because we haven't. And she didn't notice while she was pouring it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, I guess, you know, nobody's been in this. You know, we haven't had fruit flies in the, in the bar for, like, since, like, last summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like, wow, that's you're selling it. Oh, you're selling no. It, you're selling it. Like, I definitely want another glass right yeah. now. So she, yeah, <laughs> oh, so no. she gave me another. She, she gave me another glass. I From got, a different bottle, hopefully. Yeah, I totally got I just got. Just a completely different liquor. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I said, well, let's see. Uh, what do you guys use? You guys use bush meals on the regular, right? right. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real. Like, what okay. do you know give is me, new? Give me one of those. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. But I was at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, flies that are just hanging out inside of a bottle of bourbon, I'm not too worried about. Because that bourbon's going to kill anything but still, in there. Gross, but I don't want you know? it. You know? Yeah. I don't want to be. So as a cautionary tale, people, <laughs> as you return to the bar, <laughs> ask for a please. new bottle. Please ask the bartender if that bottle's been securely closed for the past year. Yeah. Or if it's just sat there with the with the spout on it where flies can get in it. Because that's the liquor will be fine for a year. It'll sit there on the shelf with a nice cork in it. It'll be perfect. Yeah. But you leave the, the pour spout on there for a year and bad things will happen. I'd be interested in the beers because the taps some people have, like the I try not to ask the one. plugs in yeah. them, you know. But a lot of them will leave the lines. Just a lot of people don't understand the way it works, right? Yeah. You pour the tap, and it's just like, oh yeah, it comes from the keg, 150 feet that way, and now and then it's fine, right? Yeah. Well, no, you have 150 feet or 10 feet even of worth of line beer. that just <laughs> is full of beer that's just gonna sit there yeah right and luckily these things are on a vacuum system so you do have a like a grace period a certain seal but, but eventually those things are gonna turn and i guarantee you a lot of these bars haven't <sighs> been cleaning those lines out this whole time so just well, i'm glad tab, that i have be careful yet. Maybe I'll wait another like That's, week or two. At this point, I'll I'm go. like, if I'm going to go to any kind of divey establishment, yeah, um, I'm not. I'm just going to give it a minute. I'm just going to give it a minute yeah. or order something that I know they run through on the regular. Well, and we're at the point now. You know, Dax is two years old. It's like, where where are we going to go that he's going to be able to chill the whole time that we're there? You know, yeah, he's not necessarily equipped to go somewhere like. Uh, like Silver City or something, you know, where mm-hmm. we're going to sit down and we're going to probably have an appetizer and then we're going to have a meal and then we're going to, he just doesn't have that much time of yeah. chilling in one place. Like, I'm not, my heart's for not him. that long. He just doesn't have it, no. But like, I'll give you 30 minutes, Dad. You better hurry up. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm interested for that. I mean, we haven't really gone out to eat anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so my point was, so if we're going to go out to eat, usually it's on like a date night, you know. Yeah. We have to get somebody to watch Dax. But, and we haven't the last couple of dates night date nights have been uh like to go to Jake and Morgan's yeah. the show and stuff like that. So Yeah, which I say we don't have any kind of plans for that this week, do we? we no, we well we didn't have a sitter for tonight, obviously. Oh we're, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence Yeah, no which is, and Jake and Morgan always, to their credit, always offer for and I've never explained this to them, so I don't 
Oh, to like bring. To they always offer. They're like, you can totally bring him if you want, which obviously we appreciate mm-hmm. to the umpteenth degree. But like, I'm not trying to bring him. That's the that's whole deal. like <laughs> right there. So there's one aspect of yeah, we have to watch him if we bring him, right? Which yeah. is not like I don't want to spend time with my kid, but if we're gonna go on a date, try and have a good time, like that's yeah. that's not what we're trying to do, you know. So it, it's complicated for us. It is slightly lessened because like you guys are there, they're there, he's doing other things, but we're still his parents. And we still have to be watching him, oh, making yeah. sure he's not breaking. You shit, won't be you able know? to shut it off. If he's no. there. And then especially now that he's so mobile, you know, and he's in his oh, big yeah. boy bed, he's getting in and out, you know. Before when it's he was just... in his before when he was in his crib, even the last time we went there, he was too big for his pack and place, so we put him on the floor, you know. But because he slept in his crib, he just stayed there. He didn't know mm-hmm. that he could get out of his bed. So we just blocked him with pillows, he just didn't move, you know. Now he gets out of his bed all the time and you know, I don't like this. Jake I'm gonna go sleep on the floor. Jake and Morgan don't have babies, so yeah. their house is not baby proof, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? There's yep. no problem with that. But that would just be one, one reason of us why you can't shut to, it off. Yeah, one of us is gonna have to lay in the room with them until he lays down. You know, which could be an hour. It's we yep. oftentimes it is not until almost 9:30 that he is done moving. We are done going into oh, his wow. room. Like it's it's. Three times for sure every night we're going to have to go in there after we put him down to tell him to get back in his bed or put him back in his bed. That's just Man. nocturnal. It's just how. It's like, nah, Dad, I'm a night owl. He doesn't Let get. He doesn't fuck around. We watch him on the thing. He just gets out of his bed. He just pulls all of his stuff onto the ground and just lays on the floor. So Don't weird. know what the fucking deal is. Don't know why he's doing it. Sometimes he'll play. Sometimes like open up one of his drawers. But he's not like terrorizing things. He Yeah, yeah. He's, he's laying on the floor. We don't want him to sleep on the floor, obviously. It's. It's fucking weird, dude. It's a weird deal. Babies are weird. weird. Children are weird. It's, yeah. I saw this cool video on the Twitter machine the other day of, um, I think it's a page called, like, Dads Posting Their W's or something like that. Because there's a bunch of those pages on Twitter now that I all follow. Biden supporters posting their L's, you know, all sorts of these things. And this guy had a a night, night vision camera that was watching the kids, you know, and it's a set of twins. And they each have a crib, right? And they wake up. And they both kind of get out of their cribs, nice and easy. And then they're like, they're running around together the whole night, jumping on stuff, moving over here, jumping yeah. over there, jumping over there. And then eventually they just bloop, back in, the, back into their beds. So like mom and dad would come in, and unless they were watching, they would have no idea that it happened yeah. all night. <clears throat> I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. And our camera will like will give a notification if there's motion in his room, you know. So as long as it's working correctly, because we did buy a cheap ass fucking Chinese camera, so every once in a while. It will, you know, six hours will go by, and then you'll get five notifications all at one time. And you're like, oh, so he was up for three hours fucking around, and we just didn't know about it. So that does happen sometimes, but most of the time. And Jordan's a pretty light sleeper, so we'll sleep with it on, you know. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, also, again, cheap chinesium, the volume will just turn off after, like, two hours. That's slightly uncomfortable. Turn the volume on and off. Yeah, so, like, when I get up in the morning, she'll usually go in and change his diaper because he'll fucking... God, this is so boring. <laughs> and no one cares about this, but she'll go in and change them and stuff like that. And then before I leave, I'll have to turn the volume back on on the monitor on her phone because it will have turned off. Oh, yeah. Just in the hour and a half since I got up and now I'm going to go to leave for work. Yeah. So, you know, spend up on the big monitor if you're going to. Some people don't give a up. fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you think about it too, like all this time, he's been perfectly fine. And that's like, I am consistently battling with like, 
what do we need? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because for how long did people not have a baby monitor and everything was okay? Like, it was fine. People used to put their fucking babies outside their front door at night because they were trying to have parties and shit. And it was gonna be... <laughs> I swear to God, swear to God, would put their babies in, like, their bassinet on just on the front porch. Because it's quieter out there. It's yeah. hot inside the house. It's cooler outside. I swear to God. Swear to God. I mean, it's And sounds, now we're watching one of video solid. all night, you know? It's weird. And so Welcome to the future. Yeah, even like, you know, the the discussions have started up like, oh well, you know, like we could get him like a and I'm not this is not Jordan, so I'm not paying her a negative light, but discussions started like, oh well, you know, a tablet for like maybe if you know when we're in the car I and mean, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like fuck that. Like fuck that. Like I, I didn't need one, I didn't get one. He's not fucking we're not getting doing one. That. And I, I didn't so, have a cell phone until I was sixteen years saying, old. So I'm sure a part of that is just old men this like fossil mentality you know but i I also man i also want him to excuse me to be able to entertain himself like he's always got so much shit going on like i need Mm. you to be able to hold it together in a car ride while we're going somewhere fun like fucking you (laughs) have to chill in the car you have to be able to do that you know forced i forced morale i feel that it's very important we used to go every year we used to go to moses lake for two weeks and camp there. Oh, right? yeah. So we would take the minivan and literally pack it to the brim full of shit. Car top carrier, all the stuff. Literally, we would get in and then my mom would put more things in the van and then close the door. There you go. That's how we there went there. Hold that, honey. Mommy's got to close it's the like door. It's five hours to fucking Moses Slate. Five hours. Wow. Figure it out. It doesn't matter. It's hot as shit. Figure it out. My mom... To this day, to this day, she is like this. She will not use the air conditioner car. Doesn't do it. <laughs> Won't fucking use it. Uses too much gas. I'm not doing it. Roll the windows down. Uses to, too much gas. To this day is like this, which I, I think is great. <laughs> hey, some people, man, go to town. It's I'm like that, bro. Then I'm like, no, no, you can see the gas. Like it goes way faster. It does. Like it does burn more gas if you're using your air conditioner. But not to the point that you shouldn't use it. You know. I'm really but confused. It. It does. If your car has to work harder to cool down the air, especially if you're if it's a summer day, because it takes more power from the battery yes. to put more juice into the AC. So I don't know all the science behind it. Your gas burns faster if you use your air conditioner while you're driving. <laughs> Got it. I swear to God. I swear to God. Fact check. Maybe uh, I'm dumb. Maybe. If I'm dumb and that's wrong, someone tell me. But I swear to God, you can see it. You can see it. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so to this day, she's like that. Um, and so we would have to, for five hours, entertain yourself, figure it out, like, figure it out. And that's, I'm like, bro, we're going to fucking McKinnon or whatever. It's like 90 minutes from here. Like it's on the other side of the show. I'm like you fucking come on, come on, bro Get it together. No, like we don't need him to have a tablet for him to, but I don't know. Well, I, I will know. say this in who knows someone, whoever's, me. whoever's defense, you know, in the oppositional defense. You know, yeah. defense. Well, that's, that's why I'm not trying to like yeah. paint her like because she's not like well, he needs a tablet. Like it's it's not. Yeah, a, it's not direct. It's, no, no. But there's those folks an, out there. Yeah. Well, and Jordan is like we could like it's a possibility. I'm like no, fuck that. Like no. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> she's, okay. Okay. She's not as upset about it as I am. <laughs> she's like, listen, I'm just. It might. Right. It might be easier for us. <laughs> so I mean, if you if you examine that, there's yes. there's two sides of this, right? Thirty-seven minute timer. I'm setting it right now. One is. The fact that the child, if given a tablet, will probably be quiet, yes. right? Which which is a benefit to the parents. Yes. And they also, as long as 
you as the parent hook them up with something actually productive to do on the tablet. Yeah. Time well spent. But on the opposite side, you're reinforcing the idea that his mind has to be busy 24-7 and can't learn, you know, you're not, he's not learning to sit there, shut up, and be patient, which is definitely going to be way more painful for the parents. Yeah. But, you know, two sides of the coin. Benefits on both sides, pros and cons on each, you know. That's the thing. So you're not off base, and whoever wants to make the opposite argument is not off base either. You tell me. Does your kid have a tablet? If so, when and where do they get to use it? Because we've been talked about she, even when she has given credence to the idea, it's been like really just for when he's in the car, you know, not Mm -hmm. even like at a restaurant or like anything like that. It's because fucking in the car because if he's not going to sleep, he'll just fucking scream after a while. He'll just scream and scream and scream, which is torture for everyone, Yeah, you know? It's like, is it easier to put, literally even just put it on the back of the seat, you know what I'm oh, saying, yeah, and yeah. just play a fucking movie for him, rather than let him scream? Like, yep. And I'm like, yeah, fucking, yeah, probably. You yeah. Know? Is it easier to just put on fucking Toy Story for him and yeah. just let him ride and I mean, probably fall asleep at that point? Or And at so, the end of the day, is that any different than you putting on headphones for 12 hours at work every day to make the day go by faster? Right. Well, and also when, after a certain point, my mom had a middle console man in the back seat it would flip up like this mm. and there was a screen i shit you not about yay big oh dope that was Airplane in there size. yeah and there was a vcr in the middle console <laughs> i swear to god i swear to god this, this is, is like, so og this okay. is like top of the line 1990s yeah yeah this is how i took advantage of this too right as it gets into the 2000s i have like an xbox right i have an xbox i remember this vividly so there's a vcr in there and you open up the middle console in between the front seats and you just you insert a vhs tape into the VCR that's that's, Dude, that that's so mounted cool. in here and it plays on the little screen that's so and dope then there was a little display at the bottom of the middle console, like in the back seat, and it had the audio video cables, the yellow, red, and white ones, uh-huh. right? And its own independent little power switch. So I plugged my Xbox in there, you know, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to play Xbox in this car while we're going somewhere. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the battery of the car it cannot, cannot handle the xbox and the car and all the things so it would turn off after like 10 minutes like so i so i got it all hooked up and i'm jamming i'm like this is the shit like i'm so jazzed about this like i'm just gonna play xbox for like four hours like 10 minutes and yeah wrong oh no oh no what happened yeah so i fucked with it for like four times and it just kept turning off god damn it well oh at least it didn't shut the car off you know right that would (laughs) so there is so my point is there there is a certain aspect of entertainment that i did have in the car yeah after a certain point so like i remember when uh i shouldn't subject him to less of that (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's not you're just trying to make nothing nothing i even remember when i was a kid like we got the and actually it wasn't even ours as like me and my brother it was my mom got an original game boy really and we had tetris and whiter yeah well it was like a it was green it was like a weird green beigey black yeah yes and yeah we had tetris and like mario right and that was it and but there was only one of them yeah so we go on a road trip down to down to oregon like same place we're going to be going here in april yeah um you know it's like eight hours probably down there or something like that 
me and my brother would fight over this thing like nobody's business. And then it would take like six AA batteries. So oh, we, yeah. So we, had to, we each had like a pack of batteries we had to bring the whole time. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, man. I totally yeah. remember that. Bringing packs of battery yep. places. Like, so that you could get – so you can go for eight hours because yes. <laughs> you needed oh, multiple God, changes. I remember that. And it starts oh, to tell the you, it starts to dim. Yep. And you're like, oh, I got to save my game real quick. This shit's going to die any minute now. And you're like, do I just do I just turn it off now and swap out the batteries, or do I play it out until it dies? Yeah. God damn it, do I remember that? The struggles, bro. The struggles. Wow. Oh. Days. All right. Well, that being said, now that we've taken our trip down fucking memory lane, Jesus Christ, oh, that was a half hour trip of beauty. Let's start. With... Oh, did we tell it? I mean, we did it in the pre-show, but we might as well just say it once real quick here. We're in the nature of uh, um, peripherally putting out content that is culturally relevant we created some culture by accident oh. because micaiah and one dot rj denzel and elijah uh over the guys over at upper left yes, yes, uh, yes. have a new ep micaiah put out uh imminent we and we Micaiah's you know EP. we're not going to rehash everything but if if you like rap hip-hop music Stream and even it, if you yeah. don't Get out there, get on Spotify, get on where, wherever you find your music. Yeah. And we have find them and give it a listen. There. It's pretty great. Yeah, we, we have some interludes kind of stuck in there. It reminded me of like, and this is totally ironic, it reminded me of the old school Eminem albums. Yes. They used to have skits and stuff in between tracks. And then the same night that on the 11th, the night the EP came out, I came home and then Carolina was like, oh, hey, did you know that Eminem's album's out, all this stuff? And then she's she showed me that, and it's got a couple skits in it too. Oh, and I was really? like, "Oh shit!" So we're Word. so upper left is basically just like Eminem, except better. Basically, just like Eminem. Yeah, because oh, I think goodness. I think RJ can spit better than um, Eminem can. Oh, don't let Jordan. That dude is that. dangerous. Don't RJ is dangerous, man. He is. He's man. I, I'm so impressed. I really, I really can't. Yeah, that'll be so fun. So fun. Yeah, they can wear our play carriers and everything. It'll be great. Also, from work, from my work, you know what I'm talking about? That makes the coffees? Yes. You know yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. She said that she bought a gun, like one of her other daughters bought a gun, one of her sons bought a gun, her husband had a gun. She, Good. And so she approached me, and she's like, Tyler said that, you know, you fucked around the gun. She was like, like, would you be willing to, like, take a shooting and, like, you know, like, help us, like, just, like, learn a little bit? And I was like, Hard I would yet. be more than happy to go shooting with the four of you guys and take you out. Teach you the limited amount that I know and ensure that you can be safe and well on your way to being like an official. Oh, gunner. man. Yeah. So I'm super jazzed for You're that. You're out there so. spawning new new uh, Second Amendment shills. I love it. I love it. I'm a big fan. That's the one one thing I'm glad to be a shill about. You know? Happy to do it. Yep. Happy to shill for the Happy to do for it. For 2A, baby. Yeah. So let's just dive into this $1.9 trillion billion. It's trillion. $1.9 trillion dollar. COVID relief bill. Okay. I think we should probably just start here. It's kind of the giant elephant in the room. You know what I mean? Deal. I also Ooh. I want to I want to preface with preface. this, right? <clears throat> this breakdown because I got some numbers here and some things like that breakdowns of some of the different big things that went in here, mm. and I want everyone to understand that we do this not just so that you guys know. But because there's always so much disinformation out there about what is covered in a bill, what isn't covered in a bill. Well, this uh -huh. happens. This happens afterwards. So we don't just do this for you to know. We also do this so that when you hear someone spouting off saying something that you know to be false, you have information backed up by facts to use to correct that. 
that. The only way to win the culture war, the information war, is to provide facts, to say the right thing, to do the right thing all of the time. So I just want to reiterate that, that that's part of why we're here. Honesty um, and truth is yeah. a very underrated and underappreciated cultural trait throughout the American culture. And it has been bastardized to the point that it, I mean, the difference, I mean, there's a reason that you cannot pull up a news article read it through and go yeah this is the fact these this is this is true yeah and it and it's spread throughout our culture but i mean there's a reason why like in ancient assyria if you got caught lying they would murder you they would kill you because telling the truth was that important to them I, you know i'm not going to advocate for that but i like the concept <laughs> what colin's trying to say sorry is if we catch you lying we're going to murder you i mean it's not a big deal i didn't say that I'm not. I'm not saying that right now. I I have a Bible over there. I can put my hand on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you see the the giant epic Bible I have over there. And then, and then there's a Quran right underneath of that. Yeah, where the dubs. fuck did you get the Quran? I bought it a long time ago. You just had it. I've I. There was a brief period of my life when I was a very young adult man, and you are where Muslim? I got really into. Um, studying various religions. Have you read the Quran? Yes. What? Quran. I mean, as much as you go through it. Right. You know, just, you know, like other things. Who reads the Quran? I mean, I mean, you know, probably a... Cover to cover Quran. Yeah. I bet that's a podcast. <laughs> cover to cover Quran. I sw- if not, it's really catchy. <laughs> you want to do that show? <laughs> Give us a call. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there was a point where I was like really into religions because I was like trying to figure out like why everybody yeah. hates each other. And so I was going through, and I'm like, all these things are the, all of these are the same. I don't understand it, you know. And I get went through like the Torah and stuff like that. And Judaism's weird in itself because there's so many different places you got to go to get the full contextual context. But you know, with uh, Islam and you know the Christianity-based, you know, Catholicism, so on and so forth, it's really easy because it's all basically centralized in one book. I have long <laughs> said that if I had to pick a religion. Mm-hmm. I probably would be a Jew. You know? I mean, that's cool. If I had to pick one. You know, if I had to go with a Judeo-Christian-based monotheistic religion, that's probably <laughs> where I would go to. I'm just saying. Uh, Bud- <laughs> Buddhism's got some, uh, you know, there's, there's some attractive aspects to that. I, I kind of like some of that stuff, but... Let's talk about the stimulus bill. <laughs> let's talk about the stimulus bill. Please, please, let's move on. Jordan's grandma has a Bible that's a Norwegian Stimulus Bible. bill. <laughs> that's a Norwegian Bible. Oh, it's, that's dope. It's like this thick. All in Norwegian? Old. Like old, old. Like, like the color. It's a Nordic cow. It's old. It's a hearty cow. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the the first places that, uh, you know, in the the old world for it to, you know, that religion to spread up into that area. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) Thank you for putting it so succinctly. Jordan's family is white forever. (laughs) Likewise. Our other family is like from Wisconsin or some shit like that. I'm telling you, they're white forever. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's tough to get any whiter than Wisconsin in America. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (sighs) So I believe that it was on... Thursday that the bill was passed in the House. Yep. It was just earlier in the week it was passed in the Senate. And then on Friday, right? Friday that it was signed by Joe Biden. Yep. <clears throat> President yep, yep, Biden. Yep. So 
Some people will see stimulus checks this weekend. That's what I heard. I've been yep. checking my account. I was really hoping it would happen before the show. Because just... you're a direct deposit guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping it would happen before the show just so I could be like, oh, and I was like the first person to get a stimulus check. <clears throat> but, oh, man. It didn't. So 242 pages, which is, is a American, lot smaller. The American Recovery Plan. The American, American Rescue, Rescue Plan, Plan Act. Recovery. That's I love this. It's the stupidest name. That is the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. That's dumb. Just drop the plan. So we're gonna kind of go over this category by category. Usually we use this Bible that I have here that we just kind of run through. So the first thing I have here, obviously, direct payments. That's what everyone has been concerned about. That's what man. I watched a little Vice News video. Ooh. <clears throat> it was like a four-minute video about the stimulus package and after we go through this i have some questions here that i want to ask you about the stimulus package Cut. that are kind of bigger picture opinion type questions that i've picked up from Love listening it. to commentary podcast mm -hmm. shapiro rising just different things that they said that i want to get your take on so <clears throat> i'm excited for this conversation today it's gonna to be good so there's a, there's a lot to talk about yes um excluding the stuff we talked about last episode that right. stuff that like didn't really change right so the direct payments are essentially the same right yep. fourteen hundred dollars to people who made under seventy five thousand mm -hmm. dollars couples under one hundred forty thousand um, dollars plus one hundred fourteen hundred dollars for dependents and you can even do adult dependents and stuff like that those have been included here for it phases out between seventy five and eighty thousand dollars what a dumb fucking five thousand dollars what a stupid window what a weird what a, i know dumb anyway after eighty thousand dollars you don't get shit. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, and, oh, Larry, there was something here that we were meant to ask Larry about when he was on the podcast that we didn't. That's in reference to stimulus checks, the recovery rebate credit, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> if you didn't get your stimulus checks from the other plans, when you file your taxes, there's something you do on there, work with the person, obviously it'll be on fucking... Uh, TurboTax or whatever the fuck, you know, that if you didn't get your previous checks, you're going to get them in your return here mm -hmm. through the recovery rebate credit. And I mentioned that because the next thing I have <clears throat> is unemployment. And in the unemployment extension they did, it's $300 through September 9th, I believe is what I have here. Yeah, September 9th. And with yeah. that, they made the first $10,200 of your unemployment insurance of 2020 Yes. Non-taxable so long as you made less than $150,000. Yep. So <clears throat> that's part of why I say that because if you haven't filed your taxes yet, obviously now is a good time and you Yo. and you did you claimed unemployment then you this is a good time to do it. If you did file your taxes already, you can go onto the IRS website irs.com, irs.org, whatever, and you can amend them for free. That will obviously help you pay much less in taxes since there's going to be almost $11,000 that you are not going to be taxed on. So yep. that's really nice. IRS.gov. Um, yes. So that's nice. So make sure that you're doing that. And that's why I mentioned those two things. So if you didn't get your checks and you filed for unemployment last year, get you some money, motherfucker. Yeah. Get you that, some money. That was a huge deal when the, when the increases were first talked about was yeah. the fact that this was going to be taxable income. Right. It's so like, yeah, they're giving you, they're giving in one hand and smacking your face with the other hand. But I'm, I'm glad that this is being approached like this. I do want to ask you. Yes. If you go back to last episode, last I am episode. fairly sure that there was 
the original house bill had an increase from the $300. Yes. Yeah, because they were looking for four. And so that went back down to 300 Back down to three. Interesting. And that was <clears throat> in exchange for it to be extended a little bit longer. Out to September um, 3rd. Out to September 9th. Yeah. yeah. 9th. Okay. Yeah. Previously, I don't have written down here what it was before, but it wasn't quite as long. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah. It was like in August. Yes. I think it was in August at some point originally. Yeah. yeah. So give oh. them a couple more weeks of so unemployment that's at a slightly lower rate. So, and that... That date, that September 9th, 9th. Um, that is kind of the cutoff date for any of these clauses in the bill that do end up stopping. Because some much. of them don't. Some right. things in this bill are just, you know, the same things that they always do. Appropriating yes. money different places. You know, some of the, one of the things we'll talk about later, one of my special topics for, for yeah. you. Um, so that, and that is, oh crap, I forgot the point I was going to make. Well, either way. Um, yeah, these are all, all those provisions are sunsetting on that September 9th date. Yes. So as you go through, just because I noticed when you're reading the, when you're reading these bills, right? I mean, like this was a 200 some page bill, but when you actually learn how to read a bill and you realize that there's a few sentences, you know, everything is so f- procedural that you go through and they say that a lot of the same exact things. And so yeah. you kind of like see these phrases and you almost kind of become somewhat of a speed reader in a way it's like 200 some pages for a bill is much easier to get through than 200 some pages of like a book right because you skip in half of it most of the time right but yeah that was so just so we don't have to say every single time this one stops here this one stops here any of these things that we say are temporary september 9th, september 9th. yeah <clears throat> no that's good um so which that's is all that i have which is weird in in general why september, september 9th is after the august recess in congress which is why oh so so as they come back so the concern before was is that the the prior date in august was before the august recess so if they didn't have something figured out they were going to have to stay and couldn't take the recess so this was extended (laughs) after the august recess so they can go home home. and well i guess you know just in case anyone thought for a second they actually gave a fuck it's really so they can keep their vacation we pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars to do your job for us you don't do it you blatantly lie to us and try to steal money from us but you deserve your your homestay that's all i'm saying so the next I hate these people so much, Donovan. I'm sorry. It's really terrible. It's man. been a rough one. It's really so. Anyways, hey, but that's good. You know, this yeah. is a this is a benefit that I think you know, just given the times, I'm not in love with any of this type of stuff in principle, um, just through libertarianism. But at the right. same time, they're the ones that that made it so that you're financially hurting now. So I don't yeah. feel bad here. They de- you deserve this money. And if you were to ask me, you deserve a hell of a lot more than just that. But I want to touch on that for a second. Something you said, like that, you know, I don't agree with, with this kind of as a whole. Right? Yeah. And I, that's something that in a utopian sense, no, 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 I, I, no, I think you're right. Right. All right? I, I agree with you. And I want to speak to that because I think that's something that gets lost often on people who don't tread on me. You're goddamn right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, right. um do the, uh, think this happens oh what's up lance a shout lot out sid with people who aren't as into politics as we are so tell me if you experience this right uh-huh. when we discuss things that are going on like this bill that's going to pass right like well this is happening these are you know the details of it like oh well you know we should be doing it anyway it's gonna you know it's gonna add this much to the deficit and blah 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 and you know, i'm not a, i'm not in favor of that and I, i'm not in favor of welfare and all this stuff that's 
that's fine. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Yeah. These are larger policy discussions that I'm more than happy to have on any given day. But at this point in any time... Any given Sunday? Any given Sunday. But at this point in time, we're talking about this stimulus bill, the details of the stimulus bill, how this is going to work out. So let's not talk about... Let's not get bogged down or, or go off on any tangents about, like, what? well, I'm morally opposed to this. So mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, as am I. So am I. But this is where we're at. We're $8 trillion in debt now. More than we were before 2020. That's fine. This is just the, I, I the reality of the world that we This is where in. we're at now. You and know? it's the same thing as, like we were talking about in the pre-show, you know, that I have my personal ideals, my personal moral ideals that deep inside myself, I feel that any gun law is unconstitutional. Yeah. Do I think that's a realistic implementation on America today? No, I don't. Because most can't. people don't feel that way, which yeah. is fine. I think with enough time and understanding, I'd like to think that they would. But I recognize that that's not the reality of America. So I also have a secondary set of ideals that are slightly more compromised to my to my deep core ones that I am you know willing to discuss for legislation or legislative purposes yeah because you know at the end of the day you gotta right it's, it's the game you know yes you're in the game or you're not going to participate in the game right in my perfect libertarian utopian world none of this would be true yeah. but at the same time this is what is happening i don't like it you don't like it you may like it i don't really care because this is what's actually happening around us so yeah i don't think i could have said it better myself we just i try i don't that. like I don't like agreeing right. that the federal government, like, I don't think one, any of this $1.9 trillion technically right. should be happening. Right. Right. But if it's But this happening. is where we're at now. Yeah. yeah. And if it's going to go somewhere, let's, right. let's just right. let's be realistic yeah. here, people. That's I all. Got, I got asked about, or I asked somebody about Bitcoin. Just kind of like a toss away. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fucking Bitcoin. Oh, it was like a story that I heard about Bitcoin. It's like a funny thing. Mm-hmm. Got into this whole thing about, you know, devaluation of the American dollar and interest rates and blah, blah, blah. I, I know that. <laughs> I know that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you a funny story about Bitcoin. That's all. That's all. I just man. wanted. I I was like listening to an old podcast, and they were talking about. They're like, "Oh yeah, Bitcoin hit eighteen dollars the other day." Oh. And I like, I could have thrown up. Right. I could have thrown up because I'm like, "Oh, it's at upwards of fifty thousand dollars now." So the idea that at one point in time, in really the near past, it was around twenty dollars. Not that long ago. Is insanity. That's all. Let me Just go to Coinbase. This thing, like I said, it it turns into this whole discussion of devaluing the dollar and different currencies and investing in this and stocks. It's like, bro, that's not what I was even talking it. about. Right, right. <laughs> I just wanted to have a laugh about what. Oh, six, it's up to it's 60. sixty. We broke Whoa. sixty. Bitcoin broke How sixty. How did that just Holy happen? Tits. Whoa. Okay. All right. That. Okay. So, Woo! I need a cigarette. I need a. Right. You know, what was that all so about? So my point is, yeah, when someone tells you a joke, let it be a joke. You know, yes. when someone discusses one thing with you, try to let it be about this one thing. I feel, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe that's not like a a common problem. Maybe it's just because like because we're so deep in politics. That's like, I got that. I agree with you, but uh-huh. let's move on from that. Let's talk about this 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 thing particular here. moment yeah, in time where we're at due to the nature of the ecosystem that we live in right. and occupy you there is a there's a an increase of those people and those types of conversations <laughs> yeah. right because everybody's got an opinion and they yes. want to 
They want to tell you what it is. Because they're the first ones that have thought that. Yes. It's revolutionary. Because yes. they're the two guys yeah. that put their own fucking voices on the internet for three hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, child tax credit. This is a big yes. one for me. It took me a really long time to really understand, especially because, yes. again, because we're so deep and there was other bills that I actually got confused with, right? Yeah. So the way that it sits in the rescue plan, right, is the child tax credit that was previously expanded excuse me in the donald trump tax cuts and all of that right it was expanded from one thousand dollars to two thousand dollars per year it was pretty sick right yep um let me tell you you guys you don't have to make that much money for that to stop (laughs) making a difference (laughs) so (laughs) you really don't i swear to god just remember an extra three hundred dollars a month is a car payment right so this child tax credit was expanded again from $2,000 to $3,600 for if you have children under six or $3,000 for every child over six and 17 and under, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking cool, right? This will come. Hey, Mama Afi checking in. What's up, Mama Afi? Hola. This will come in the form of monthly payments of $300 or 200 and whatever dollars. If I don't know, you know whatever 3000 is divided by 12. I'm not going to take a second to do the math. I'm sure I will keep talking. That. Yeah. Um, the payments will start in July and they'll go from July to December. So it's obviously not going to be the full $3,600 or $3,000 because it's just going to be half of 25? the year. $2,500. $2,500. So there you go. Oh, $250 a month. Is that what it Oh, yeah. $3,000 divided by 12. $3,000. Yeah. Well, divide, yeah. yeah, $250. Works. So either, either checks of $300 a month or $250 yeah. a month. Either way. And that's a good. That is not. That's not a negligible nope. amount if you are a low-income person. Right? That would allow some people, say, that have to work a few hours of overtime or like an hour of overtime every day or something like that. Maybe those people wouldn't have to do that. Yes. Um, and that's one of the big <laughs> – Tried to personalize I, that I, It made me hate America so much for a second <laughs> because one of the arguments from Republicans against us was like, well, it might make people work less. Dear God, dear fucking God fucking forbid that a single mother or a single father spend more time at home and less at a fucking job. God fucking forbid, dude. I'm telling you, me and my sister, single mother, the idea that she could maybe have not worked a second job, that would have been fucking great for her to spend. Maybe she isn't so exhausted when she comes home because she can take two hours three hours off a week god forbid god forbid (laughs) a a parent spend more time with their child fuck you oh i hate it i hate it so much Mm -hmm. it's oh to hold conservative (laughs) values it's like you're a bitch dude you're a little bitch. so so the argument that they are trying to make right yeah yeah. because there's no language in this bill about marriage (laughs) i hate it so because that's when you look at that, right? Because that's per child, right? Yes. So if you are, I mean, do you understand where their argument comes from, though? Like what, at yes. what point that, that, yes, right? Yes. Because but I don't think it's valid. <laughs> no. But why, the reason why not is because the true face of poverty yeah. doesn't look like what they think it looks like. Right. Right. They're that's one of those that's that is a in minority of cases in the poverty community right most people in poverty are working their balls off but are hamstrung by something and because it's 300 dollars 250 dollars a month yeah could make 
the difference and move them from poverty into, you know, the lower middle class. Bing, bang, boom, yeah. you're moving up in the world. And even if you're on conservative that values, cusp, you know, like, you know, if you pay off debt, that can yeah. be, that could be another bedroom and a house. You know, if you're able to buy a small home, that's another yeah. bedroom and a house because you have $300 more a month that you can go to a mortgage payment. Like, there are so many things. How about this one? A healthier diet because healthy good, diet. healthy food is not as it's not as cheap right because it's not more expensive because yeah. to eat healthy is not that expensive but it is cheaper to eat like garbage that's a costco membership and a monthly trip to costco done just right there if you yep. couldn't afford it before now you can buy good food in bulk you know what look i'm saying that. look at that yeah there's like you said a car that can, if you only have a hundred dollars for a car payment before now you have four hundred dollars you could get a yep. really fucking great car you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, there, there's... but there will always be cases like that one. Oh God, how many years ago was was it? It was a long time, probably a decade or so ago now, because this was back in my O'Reilly days, right? Um, there was that lady in Brooklyn who had like ten kids. Yeah. Right. She doesn't have a job, but with right. ten kids, you can get by. You know, who's gonna take care of all these kids? You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that thing? It was it was a viral video at and, the time, but and you that's their stereotypical picture of what poverty looks like. Right. That's that one case. Those situations like that are what they're talking about there. But just like the elites at the top of the government that are right. doing all these beautiful utopian ideals, they don't actually understand how we live, the normal blue collar American. The conservatives up there in that realm also don't understand what poverty looks like right you know they they oh yeah homeless people blah 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 like no 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 no. there's a whole threshold of people that that get assistance periodically mm -hmm. as they grow up you know good things bad things, it moves up it moves down but you're always kind of always having to work that extra job to get right. by that's what true poverty looks like and most of those people are working the two jobs well and you that's can't... working your ass off the same way a Second Amendment person will argue, you know, there there are gun deaths. You can't make laws and legislate based off of the choices of few people. You there are obviously people who will choose to take advantage of the system. Yeah. You cannot legislate and create guidance for an entire nation based off of a tiny minority of people that are mm -hmm. going to take it. You can't do anything about that. No. There's nothing to do about those people taking advantage of this. You're going to weed them all out, which is someone's job. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's many people whose job it is to find people taking advantage of the system, mm -hmm. reclaim that money, and move on with their day. That's a whole person's job. You can't do anything about that. But you yep. also, like I said, you can't dictate policy for a whole nation based off of the fear that a small amount of them will take advantage yep. of it. Which is, which is our argument probably against right. most of the policies being pushed by, you know, the progressives because so, they're trying to do yes. the same thing, but on their auspices of help. Even that's one of the things that I have written down here, right? Even to Ben Shapiro, mm -hmm. because this was on the 8th of March. He said, why are we giving checks to people with jobs, right? And, uh, and then also the child tax credit, in, and this is a quote, child tax credit incentivizes people to have kids and a low income. Yep. I don't think that that's my argument against that. First of all, would be this one is only for the end of the year. Yeah, it's only for this year. So the idea that this incentivizes people to have a low income and more kids is fucking stupid. It's if not you're making that decision. Sound. You're making real bad decisions in life. Second of all, and this should cut deep to Ben Shapiro, a conservative who is by all means anti high taxes. Right. Yeah. That only incentivizes people to have low income and more children if there are no benefits to making more money. If, if it doesn't make sense to make more money because you will 
if it doesn't offset, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's no incentive to make more money, then of course it incentivizes you to make less money. But that's and, and my my point to the taxes. That's right, kind of is, a similar. Do you know what I'm argument is, is as you start to make more money, the yeah. idea is hopefully at least in Ben Shapiro's eye, you're gonna make slight, or you're gonna be taxed more, but not to the point that it will be a detriment to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it will make more sense. Even if I'm gonna raise to a higher tax bracket, I'm still gonna bring home more money, yeah. and it's still gonna make sense for me to not be on the system. It's yeah, it's, they, a, it's that a, a sound. Yeah, it's a similar. It's a very similar argument to the UBI argument. It's very, very similar. Yes. A lot of the it occupies a lot of the same space, I think. And I don't think that I don't think that's a valid. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, especially three hundred dollars a month. That's yeah. not. It's the amount of kids you would have to have yeah. to make that offset, and then again, you have fucking ten children. Like it's not like you just well, fuck it. You know, you have ten children. Like you have ten kids you have to take care of. Yeah, that's true. You, there are ten of them, and I'm telling you, with just one, I don't want ten. <laughs> So I I can't imagine the you type of person that it already, would. They were like, oh, oh yeah, it's totally worth it for me to keep pumping out kids to get an extra yeah. three hundred dollars a month. That's like, no that's... way to exist, man. No. Not even no. the Octomom loves her life. To even make, I mean, what's what's minimum to make minimum wage? You know, it's fucking like five kids or something like that. So that doesn't that's <sighs> yeah. That so, doesn't doesn't wash out, man. No, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, it wash doesn't out. work out in the end. Especially every six years, you got mm-hmm. like twelve years, you have to have another kid to offset the hundred dollars, two hundred dollars you're losing. Yeah. It's no good. But it's also, it, it is a point that should be raised, right? Because yes. out of 100 people that are going to get this, how many of them are, how many of them are not, are going to be using it fraudulently like that, right? Small percentage. It's not zero. I'm going to say less than 1%, right? though. But it's not zero. Right. So, but that's the same with everything yeah it's the same thing with everything so no matter what happens i mean it, it's a welfare program is a welfare program essentially right yeah that's like i said it's going to exist no matter what so you can make the point but don't i don't see why he, you know you don't have to rail on it every show right maybe put the argument across every now and again when it's valid just to put it out there but you know at the end of the day yeah and so one of the things, <clears throat> well, let's address this here. Uh, the majority of people in America do not know poverty. While I've not experienced other than just being broke, I've seen real poverty in people that lived at East Berlin was horrible and the people destitute. And that's, that's oh, yeah. even, and this is, and that's another put it on a, on a grand scale type of deal. Yeah. Even people, most people who live in poverty in America on a grand scale of global poverty yeah. is not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say not genuine poverty, but like I said, on a global scale, yeah. it's not true poverty because, and I, I don't know exactly what the statistic is, but like yeah. people in America are in the 1% of the world as it is. I don't like the word privilege, but being born a free American in 2021 is, is kind of a dope ass privilege over it's the rest of the world. It's pretty yeah. dope. Like, yeah. I like that. I, I feel like I'm better than most people because I have that. You know what I mean? I have more rights than anyone else on the face of the planet. Yeah. Because of that. If if that is not by definition technically a privileged position. I just I hate that word now. And the first I hate it. the first question I asked you about well, the first quote that I read you about uh-huh. Shapiro, why are we giving checks to people with jobs? I thought it was really interesting because I saw almost an exact counter argument to it on rising from Sagar, yeah. which is so because they're both conservatives, right? Sagar's like almost a conservative in name only, right? Almost. <laughs> yeah, yes. Almost conservative in name only. Yeah. I love you, but you're almost a conservative in name only. You don't Sager. need to wear the suit. Uh, we'll say that. <laughs> and so Sagar said, it's like, we're giving people to, we're giving checks to people with jobs because so many of these people don't 
it's being done still on your 2019 taxes, maybe your 2020 taxes. Yeah. Either way, it's whichever one you made less money on, you know. You made less money in 2020. You weren't making as much as you were in 2019. You probably need a little bit of help, you know. Yeah. So I thought that it was an odd, especially when the cutoff is at $80,000. Like, it's not. <laughs> you still got to make 80 grand to get which on. Which is not for one person, you know. Like, if you were a single person living in most places making $80,000 a year, you're living a decent life. But if you're living in any type of big city or something like that, that's not that much money. No. Like that, You know what I'm saying? Like that's that, an apartment. and you know. Even then, it very much depends on where you yeah. live. And I'm not... I'm not trying to qualify or anything, you know, but we'll say most single people that make eighty grand are probably living in a city. Yes, we'll say that. In, the demographic in, is right. It's pretty focused. In which case, you're not living a flush lifestyle because you live in a big city. A beer yeah. costs you fucking twelve dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even in Seattle, a beer is nine dollars. Nine dollars. Well, I mean, it's for not a much pint better. of beer. It's not much better out here, you know. I mean, it's still fifty-six dollars. It's not nine dollars. That's true. It's not nine. I just want to take a moment to remind everybody to go ahead and uh, follow us on all of our social medias. We have our personal social media at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. Colin is at Big Bird Off you on both of those things. You can find all this information on saltofthestreets.com. We also have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets. Thank you for joining us here. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets and our Facebook, Fuck Facebook, at Salt of the Streets. Uh, I believe that that's everything. Clubhouses, Salt of the Street, Big Bird Off Um Oh, yeah. Pretty sure that's it. Thank you, you very much. Comment. Yeah. Um, Thank God for that timer, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I think I just, I find it odd, you know, mm-hmm. the Ben Shapiro arguments. Um, I get them because they're principled conservative stances. And I don't like to hear him die on those like... hills, but principled. <laughs> right. That's you know, that's that's the yeah. problem with a lot of the conservative arguments are they're, they're so principled they don't take into account real life. Yeah. Because it's all about morals and ethics and doing Come the right thing. So, so moving on good. from so there monthly. Yes. Moving on from nice. there. One of the reasons that I was confused about this, right, is before this bill was passed, Mitt Romney came yeah. forward and announced that he had a bill and the bill itself was never fully introduced. It was kind of introduced as an amendment counter to this one just to kind of try and push this one forward. It seems like, but the bill does exist somewhere. Right, and now it's out this, there in the ether. Now that this has happened, there are discussions of trying to make this child tax credit permanent with a new bill. Right, so it's not out of the question yet. This Mitt Romney bill, when he talked about it, it was forty-two hundred dollars for children under six years old and three thousand dollars for children between six and seventeen, and you could choose whether it was going to be monthly installments or you were going yeah. to get a lump sum when you filed your taxes. So that's when I was texting you and Larry. I'm like, yeah. I don't understand this. I haven't seen this. I don't. And that's why I got confused is because it was all kind of mixed into yeah, the same I, thing. I could not find the bill, but I found right. some articles on the right. bill. And that's because th- he never dated a while back. And yeah. I was like, huh. And that's because he never introduced the actual bill. He just kind of brought it up and was like, hey, we should do this. this Romney thing. And was like, if you guys don't do it, I'm going to do the right thing because yeah. I'm Mitt Romney. So I'm Mitt Romney yeah. and I'm from Utah. So, so the bill itself means. was never introduced, but it was introduced as an amendment on this. But there no are dice. a lot of people, the whispers are happening already of this becoming more permanent. There are a lot of people, Ben Shapiro tweeting, you know, this is the uh, the start of a UBI in America. And there are many people who think that I, I'd be lying if I it's, disagreed. It's, possible. it's certainly possible, yeah. you know, $300. Yeah, so it's possible. The possibility <clears throat> certainly exists, and it's greater than zero. I, However, one argument that I heard in favor of the child tax credit 
came from Sagar, which I did not agree with, right? Mm. It was that he thought that it was a good thing because the biggest thing deterring people from having children is money, you know? And so we should incentivize people to have more Mm -hmm. children by giving them this thing. I don't... It's not entirely true, but it's not false. From a personal standpoint... Yeah. I don't know why we're incentivizing anybody to have more children. Word. There are too many people on the planet. I don't think because that that's we what have we have pensions need. to pay for, Donovan. We need to incentivize more children. I don't understand that. That's Do you not want Social Security? Then pop out the babies. It's a weird deal. Somebody's so, got to pay for these. Yeah. These we old. need more people to have babies and, you know, to have the option. No. If you don't want kids, don't have kids. Yes. I don't need more of that. No. Yeah. Well, that, no. and that comes, I think, from a, again, another principled type argument. Yeah. The birth rate in the United States is in, it's in, it at dipped, crisis level. It dipped for the first time in it's, like a decade or something. Yeah, and it's not going a good direction. Yeah. And when I heard that, I messaged you and I was like, this sounds like a good thing to me. Like this, exactly. <laughs> the birth rate, the life expectancy, they both yes. dipped this year. I'm like, good. Fucking good. <laughs> fucking good. Fucking <laughs> good. So less old and less kids. This is less people <laughs> in the world. Fucking good, dude. I need some more room out here. Oh, well, but the the reason why that's bad to them. Yes. Do you, I mean, would you, I don't even, I don't even really care. I'm just going to tell I you anyways. Um, the, yeah, because we have systems in place, right? That aren't going right. to go anyway. We've talked, you know, conservatives have talked about like the date social security is going to, you know, dry up and be gone unless right. we dump, you know, unless taxes go way up and everybody pays more for it. Um, like we have all these systems in place that will spell the end of the American economic system if we do not continue the the required rate of reproduction and growth within yeah. the population, which in itself is terrifying. The fact that it exists is terrifying, and the fact that it could happen, especially now, is also terrifying. So I yeah. understand where they're coming from, but I'm more along your side. I'm, I'm more of a let it burn type of guy. Yeah. So I'm on that side. If you're not ready for kids, which in the millennial generation, much less the, the Gen Zers and stuff, there's like no talk about kids. I mean, and, yeah. and you see that even, I think, in, amongst our friends groups and things. I mean, like there's, a lot of people just aren't having kids yeah. just because they don't. Good. They're like, no, nah, I'm good. And good. that's not a bad thing. Two things, then we'll move on to the next part. One, the Mitt Romney bill, the tax credit would also eliminate the existing child tax credit, right? It would expand it, and it would also eliminate TANF. TANF. We talked about the last time we were here. It's temporary assistance for needy families. It's cash assistance for low-income families. We'll eliminate the TANF program, eliminate the current child tax credit, and we'll replace it with this. So, just to add that, the second thing, one of the reasons... Fuck the birth rate and fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. On the way here, there was an old man driving in front of me, right? Oh, driving boy. super duper slow. Oh, yeah. So I decided I'm on Viking Way, just coming into Paulsburg. He pulls out of one of the businesses. He's driving really slow. Okay, Oof. I'm going to go around him. So Move I go to go way? around him. I can see him. I literally can see him looking at me in his, in his side mirror. Speeds up as I'm trying to pass. And laughing. I These swear to God. Kids. Swear to God, he's laughing. That's right? dangerous. So. Right. To the point that we're going like 45 on Viking Way, which is like 30. So we're going, which I don't, I'm not like, we're going 10 over. But we're in the middle of town and we're going 10 over because this guy's fucking with me and won't just let me get in front of him. So he starts to slow down. So I sped up again and got in front of him. And then we're stopped at a line of cars waiting to turn right to go like down onto Bond Road and shit. He's 
he's looking at me through his windows. Good job. Good job. And he's laughing. <laughs> Fuck you. You did this. You did this. So we, we make the turn. He was looking for a game he, to play and you played with him. So we make the you turn. Probably don't and have I, any friends, Donovan, all right? Turn left on you made Road. this old man's day. And he goes straight. And as I'm turning, he's going straight and he's honking at me the whole time. Bam, 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 bam. Bro, get a fucking life, my G. Whoa. Get a life. That's I'm just terrifying. trying to go record a podcast. So I w- so this is what I'm trying to think of my Hilda Don. And I'm like, my Hilda Don might just be like, if you don't have shit else to do with your day, then fuck off. Because I just couldn't believe. Like, he has a disabled sticker and everything. And you're like, why are you doing this? He's just I angry. just want to fucking turn and to drive the speed limit. It's it's insanity. So fuck it. Fuck the death rate. Fuck the fuck all that shit. Like, <laughs> Let him go. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Get off the road. Fuck him. That was horrible. I hated it. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That was good. That's beep, beep, beep. So, <laughs> The Paycheck Protection Program. P P P. Seven and a quarter billion dollars added to the Paycheck Protection Program. Also expanded to nonprofits advocacy groups and some light lobbying yeah why are what we why that? are we paying what any lobbyists that? like we're just gonna sneak this in here the republicans are like oh we didn't get anything in this bill nothing at all yeah. come on bro what, what so are we doing here? apparently we're gonna federally you know subsidize some lobbying for the next few months because they have lives too so what um, you're saying is that the government is paying off the lobbyists I wonder which who, ones they're paying off. Who the are convincing them? them to yeah. do things. Yeah, the They're ones. paying themselves to be taken out to lunch. I believe that's called a bribe. Odd. Mm. Odd, mm. this political game that we Some have here. Some people say bailout. Some people say bribe. It's also expanded to larger nonprofit companies. Um, past that, education. This has been a big thing, education. Yes. Um, especially now, let's preface this, right? We received CDC guidance. <laughs> expanded CDC guidance this week that said that adults and you know compromised elderly people who are fully vaccinated can now associate freely with unvaccinated children and young adults and like it's it's all good to go so naturally questions start to arise in the press briefings for Jen Sack. <laughs> I don't think I wrote anything down on it that's like so you know we have these new guidelines for people to like you know, uh, be able to affiliate in their homes with, with private individuals and like kind of do what they want. It's like, so how does this reflect on schools? And she's like, well, you know, the guidance for schools is different than this guidance for, you know, for this. So we want to make sure that we, you know, follow the guidance from the CDC and, and the, the person's like, wait, 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 how is this any different than schools? Especially if we're now investing millions and millions of dollars in schools to update the uh, billions, the ventilation systems, the schools themselves, the windows, social distancing, all this stuff. How do these indoor guidelines for elderly people, which was the concern on the teacher side to begin with, was elderly teachers, right? Yep. If it's okay now for our grandmothers and our grandfathers and our grandzies who were stuck inside of nursing homes this whole time to now involve themselves with young adults. Is it not then okay to assume that it might be safe for the teachers to go back? And she's like, I don't know. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. You know, I don't want to get any policy decisions. We got to make sure the teachers of... return to a safe. That's right. Environment. Got to make sure that it's safe. You know, because it has nothing to do are... with anything else. Yeah. Did you Just see? Safety. This is a little aside. There was video surfaced. Oh yes. From the teachers' oh, yes. union. <laughs> I'll fuck you up, bitch. <laughs> oh my god. It's, oh my god bro and that's Tell like not me. even the first one there's been 
there's been multiples of these things like school district, you know, school boards getting together and then talking some crazy shit. And they're oh, all they want old, their babysitters so back. they don't understand how the Dude. internet works. So they don't know that they're they're live. And they're talking shit about parents who are complaining that these people are not doing their jobs and going oh, to schools watching. and teaching their children yeah. so they can go to work to pay for the house that they live in. They're making fun of them. It's it's insanity. It is. It's insanity that it's very then, upsetting. And it's I've been stuck in this and we should talk about it maybe on the next show. We'll talk about unions. We should have a we should oh. just have a union topic, right? Because I'm stuck Won't be in much this talking on to be a lot of fucking on. World of like at its core, I th- a union has a place in America. You Used know, good. unions have yep. a place in America. But you, there's no good example to point out to be like, this not, is why. Yeah, this is why a union is here. Because this is the shit that's happening. Even the one that's supposed to be the most public service. Yep. For the best of everybody. Because we're here for your kids. And not only that, Just this is kidding. a public sector union. Dude. These are, these are taxpayer, taxpayer funded yes. unions. Think of it like a... Uh, <laughs> Like a government-funded, uh, you know. And teachers are non-profit. making jokes about fucking up parents because they're asking them to go back to school. Yeah. Even a fraction of Even, the days a week. And Give me when, part-time. And when the CDC says, dude, you're fine. Yeah. This is why they've hammered so much on that. Because we need to make sure teachers are a priority with vaccinations. Right. Because I, I can't tell you what's, what I really think because... I'll get in trouble. Because the CDC has already said prior to this update last week that vaccinations for teachers was not mandatory to reopen schools. Yep. Not mandatory at all. But you can't say that. That's hate speech. That's hate speech, Donovan. It's 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 insanity. You're going to get censored. It's insanity. I have a cousin. I really, man, I really need to get over myself. I have a cousin in Florida who's a teacher. Um, she's like an elementary school teacher and I, I am certain that she would come on here and let us interview her to just talk to her about, you know, she's fucking in Florida. So they taught the whole time when school started, they started school. That's how they did it. So she was posting pictures the whole time of like, you know, umbrellas and shit and circles taped out on the floor and all the bullshit that she had to go through just to reopen the schools. And then I stopped being on Facebook. So I stopped seeing any of that shit, you know, healthy, Um, healthy. but I'm certain that she would, she would come on here and, and zoom with us about what it was like to fucking, because that'd be dope. Even now it's in, in Washington state, it's just the young, young kids that are going to school. Yeah. What just yesterday, Inslee was like, look, open them up. Open let's, let's open up the fucking schools. They gave us a bunch yeah, of money. Open everything up. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't with... I have details so, on that for when we talk about our right. So for the education, there's $128 billion in grants to state education agencies um, focused, you know, at local schools. So allocated not to... Yeah big bodies but to the schools themselves or hopefully at least the districts uh, who fucking knows at this point i mean yeah. 34 billion dollars to higher education programs let's take a stop here right howard university colleges and all of these things right even yeah. didn't they continue to collect tuition checks this whole time even though they had students that were like doing online schooling and not Don't have, that seems very like fraudulent wouldn't it why they wouldn't do that right they definitely did do that. And now $34 billion is going to be allocated to different higher education programs, even though they continue. Do you know why? It's because sports were such a huge income, and they are so unwilling to acknowledge that sports yeah. are not just sports, and they're like actual, you know, it's an actual market. sources yeah. for these schools. Yeah, because, you know, that might actually force them to, I don't know, pay people whose talents are being exploited, and, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe more than yeah. just football. It's just insanity, bro. 
College sports making it's money. It's insanity. You know, just billions, billions of dollars. Literally billion dollar markets for yep. football and basketball. And nobody gets paid. Here's a scholarship. Yeah, no, they get paid under the table, and then they get all their shit taken away. The coaches get fired. The schools get fined. The programs get shut down for a decade. Yep. And then they have to rebuild after that because they did what they should be allowed to do in the first place. Mm. This is insane. I'm not mm. even advocating for millions of dollars to go to young kids because I think that's a bad idea. But for them to not be given anything at all and for the yeah. schools to literally make millions and billions of dollars off of their likelihood, their numbers, their jerseys, their against skills. The rules to do that. It's insanity. 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 So, higher education though, right? Yep. $15 billion to child care block grants. Um, student lo- And also there's a provision here for student loan forgiveness done between 12-31, December 31st, 2020, and January 1st, 2026 will be non-taxable. Mm-hmm. And that, I believe, is in regards to people who, excuse me, had federally in federally backed student loans that were able to pause their payments for X period of time. And so that's just so you don't get yeah. extra taxes based on these payments, right? That's what I believe. That's so the way that's I good. read it. And also, I... Is it possible? Is it possible that this also benefits any further student loan forgiveness that's done federally, like through Joe Biden or something like that? It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, I, they, because yeah, that they was really in, talk about that in the Vice News video. They went through all these things and were like, two things not in the bill: student loan forgiveness, fifteen dollar minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I know that's. That's fine. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, very interesting. I, <laughs> I, I knew that uh, Z would be doing that during that that Vice News yeah. section. Yeah, that yeah, just totally makes sense. Pretty funny. So after that, we have some support for low-income communities. Four and a half billion dollars for uh, elderly assistance uh, and a boost to the WIC boost in WIC value. And, and if if you've never received thirty-five dollars, yeah, if you which. It doesn't sound like that much. I was trying to think about this, right? Yeah. My sister, when she had her first kid, she got WIC, right? And you still get WIC checks, right? They're, they're paper checks, and on the check, it says what you can get on there. Okay. So it's like one block of cheese for this, one, you know, X amount of peanut butter, X amount of milk, X amount of this, things that say on there. So it doesn't sound like that much, but if you're taking these things, you're adding $35 in value to these weekly checks. That you can, and I'm, I'm it certainly, certainly it could be more. But if yeah, but if, it could go a long way. Yes, if for the things that are on there, because it's only a handful of things. It's not that much stuff. So yeah. thirty-five dollars spread over twelve items of base value. Maybe you're is, up in your dozen eggs to eighteen eggs. Do you know what I'm you're, saying? It's, you know, you're exactly. getting the next size bag up of cheese. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And there are there are certain products that, like, if you go to the grocery store, have a tag on them that say WIC yep. certified, and it's 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 quality shit. It's not bad shit. Yeah, a lot. So, of, yeah, a lot of it now is like it used to be government cheese. Yeah, and now it's. I mean, it's it's right up yeah. there, man. No, and it's good, and that's because that's because I think that there's starting to be recognition that if you so put such a stringent limit on what you can, what low income families can provide for themselves, they eat like shit. Yeah, and then you have unhealthy just people like we who, about who are then a further drain on the system in the future. So yep. if you if you just make it standard that the things you get are mm-hmm. higher quality shit, yep. your children are likely to be healthier when you get off of this set of government assistance. And maybe you don't need you only need three of the four next levels. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You don't need four of them. I'm there. So yeah, I'm there. So you you, you lower your costs for say something like Medicaid. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan in the future. Um, if if I was ever <clears throat> in a food production business. 
I feel like I would need to do whatever kind of paperwork it was to make this high quality product, do the thing right, and ship it out, but do whatever paperwork it was for it to qualify for the WIC program. Yeah. I feel like you there should Worth be an it. opt-in right. program that any company that provides an item like that at the grocery store yeah. could do. Then Certainly. possibilities are endless. Yeah. No, I think that it's a good thing. Um $1.4 billion to old people shit um, yeah. <laughs> to, that's what I wrote down, which is unfortunate, um, just to <laughs> expand different services, $37 million to food food for elderly services, meal yes. assistance services. As far as, yeah, a lot of uh, nursing homes and things, there are a bunch of them out there that are state funded and yeah. stuff like that. Um, public health, $7.5 billion to track, distribute, and administer vaccines. I kept hearing... Yeah. Jen Saggy's like, you know, we have all these vaccines. We don't have that many people who can give the vaccine. Why the fuck not? Like, what is what is so special about the COVID-19 vaccine that you need to be specially trained to administer this vaccine? Do you give the flu shot? Here's the fucking COVID vaccine. Yep. Start handing it out. I don't understand. There's, what, there's no reason any doctor or nurse should bro. be should be unable to administer that no. vaccine. So today, when I was... When you go to the pharmacy, go get your flu shot. Buy some... You They're know, a pharmacist. A pharmacist. Yes. Not a doctor. They work in a Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> they work in a Walgreens yeah. and they're going to give you a shot in the arm. When I That's was, who can do this. When I was watching it today was the one from yesterday. And she's like, well, we've expanded it to, you know, dentists and dental assistants and all this shit. Why weren't they doing it before? They So you're telling me, you. you're telling tell me you dental clinics were closed. Mm-hmm. So they just did nothing at all. Just mm-hmm. fuck your medical license. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're just it. stay at home. They give no shots use for you. I don't understand. It's the yep. the bureaucracy and the red tape and the bullshit behind. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I only have my medical license in Washington, so I can't travel to Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. there was an actual moment in time where that was a barrier. We're like, oh, COVID-19 is horrible. This state doesn't have enough doctors. Oh, well, can't go there. Don't have Sorry. my license there. Like, there was really a lapse where the federal government was like, wait, wait, wait. We have to write something <laughs> to make it so that you can go and do that. Yep. This is ridiculous. I, I understand keeping people safe. And we want to, you know, a level of, you know, a standard of health and all this shit. Mm. Fuck off. This is, I just... I don't understand how we. I don't know. I I'd hate to get on a soapbox. I love how but spicy you are today. Just to by the get way. from good. from a the wild west of fucking murdering people and burying them in the dirt. To like, oh, my license isn't good in that state, so yep. I can't come and help you save lives at a cost to myself. I'll pay for my own plane ticket and not get a salary to go there and to help you, but I'm not allowed because yep. my license doesn't transfer. Is stay in the just... fence, comrade. Stay in the fence, comrade. Insanity. Bro. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Insanity. Yep. Now, why these are a problem now, right? <laughs> why is Jen Saki talking about this, that yeah. it's an issue? That's an issue. Because during the Trump administration, Trump was, he did not want to try to handle this from the federal level. No. So I will get you what you need. You as a state know best how to handle your business. We will coordinate. We'll do whatever we need to do. But this is up to you guys. You know what you need. You just tell me what you need. I'll get to you. Cuomo asked for the ventilators. He gets the fucking ventilators, right? Inslee, you asked for this? You know, sometimes Military some, you know, ships outside New York that they Word. don't use. Word. <clears throat> but that's but why... People in a nursing home. That's why when... Because... Everything you're seeing, the 100 uh, the mass vaccination clinics, yeah, we're supposed to be here already. Like, and there's I don't know, Ulysses Shapiro. He said seven. I don't. 
I can't find a good number on them, but there's not many. Right. You know, it's because it wasn't supposed to be handled from the federal level because the federal government has no good idea how to do this. Governors have a way better idea of how they should do it to best suit this, the needs of the state. Some people do it a hell of a lot poorly than others, but that's why that was a thing. It's, well, we don't have a plan. We don't have a plan when they all right. got in the office talking shit. It's because it, the plan was to let the states figure it out. And at that you just point, tell us what you need. Right. And at that point, it's a difference in political ideology, in yes. the conservative ideology of tell me what it costs and I'll give you the check, yep. and the progressive ideology of I'll give you money and just spend it however you need it. Federalization which is, versus centralization. Right, which is neither here nor there. Like I said, it's a policy decision. It's a yeah. policy difference. It's whatever makes most sense to you as an individual is how you're going to run that. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, the idea that's the that, way the federal government is supposed to work. They're right. supposed to be the top, you know, the head honcho in the confederate, not the confederation, say the union of states. Be, but this confederacy shall rise again. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I mean, there was at one point we were all a confederate of of con My grandpa a, would confederation. Be proud. Yeah, so would mine. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I found that up. Like my great grandparents on one side were, a, you know, they were gray coats whatever you want to call them but uh it, we are a federalist nation built up of individual states that all believe in common goals and common concepts that we all decide to get together and do commerce with each other we call ourselves the united states yeah right that's it's a federal approach versus a centralized what does it matter what the states need or want you just do what i tell you to do ron DeSantis. you're killing people <laughs> anyways um, $46 billion for diagnosing and tracing Corona and then $2 billion for buying and distributing PPE. Um, that's cool. That's fine. Whatever you need. Yeah. We have some, been doing it for a while, some support for industry and business, right? Mm -hmm. $25 billion for a new program for restaurants and bars, specifically $10 million per entity, $5 million per location, up to 20 locations. How the fuck do those numbers work out? That doesn't make any sense. That's federal um, government trying to tell you how to do things. $5 billion for businesses, specifically with less than $500,000 in revenue in 2019. $1.25 billion for venue operators program, which is done through the Small Business Association. Less than 5000 500000 Okay. Yeah. Less I was than like, whoa. No, no, missed that less one. Than, I was like, if I did say that, excuse that? me. No. $5 billion for businesses with okay. less than $500,000 in revenue, less than a half a million dollars in revenue in 2019. $1.25 billion for the Revenue Operators Program done through the SBA, uh, the Small Business Association. $30 billion for transit costs. $8 billion for airports. $3 billion for payroll for aerospace. What? <laughs> don't... Sorry. Don't, don't ask questions. You mean airplanes, right? Aerospace. So... Okay. Right. <laughs> That's fine. Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. One and a half billion dollars to bring back Amtrak employees that were laid off and things like this. Yeah. Have you ever ridden on a train before? Yeah. How many times? A bunch of times. Not counting like, the subway. Right, like a train train. A above ground times, train. I guess. A proper train. A proper train. In the United States of America? Yes. Less than abroad. But, or when uh, you were in Europe. But yeah. No, I took a train down to like uh, Portland one time. Yeah. Or outside of Portland, and then I've never I took one. My sister used to take the train all the time when she was a kid. My mom would yeah. fucking put her on the train and she'd go down to. to, to it's Oregon. only going one way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a little hard. What to a world, dude! What a world. Um, 
I can't remember, but I'm, a couple few, we'll say. A couple few I've been on a train. I want to take a, I want to take like like a nice a multi day cross country train trip where like you sleep in the cabin. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we do that? Am I old? I no, like I'd I'm be old. down for that. I would definitely be down for that. It's old enough. It'll stop in places, you know. Yeah, get out cool. for the for you know a couple hours, fuck around in that little town. Get I've back done that, man. I've looked up like what it would cost to do that. It's a lot of money. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it's sure. a lot of money. I'm sure it is. It's probably a pretty kitschy experience. It's not what now. it's built yeah. for these days. That's apparently. pretty funny. Um. Uh, <laughs> past that, fifty million dollars for airline workers, which like, TSA motherfucker, airline bro. workers, motherfuckers, bro. The airlines always get the hookup. Fuck Boeing, because how much United Dude. States commerce relies on um, airplanes and I'm airlines? I hate like sucks. <laughs> it's such an individual position that I'm in. Just that we like do all this work for Boeing, and I'm like fuck Boeing. <laughs> <laughs> if God forbid we do blow up, and someone from Boeing hears us, and like wait, wait, this motherfucker works here. Hold the fuck on. It's all right. That would be not good. Your bosses would be like, well, son, it's it's a good thing you don't need this job anymore. <laughs> have fun. Have fun doing your dream. Go <laughs> your own business. Get the fuck out of here. You're costing us money. Yeah, they've had a contract with Boeing for like 15 years or something. Like 25 oh, yeah. years in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Boeing as a company, it has its ups and downs. But overall, it's a great Get company. your shit together, Boeing. It's a great company. As far as rent goes, there's $25 billion for emergency rental assistance emergency rental assistance and five billion dollars for mm-hmm. housing vouchers for homeless people people yeah. who need them and most um, of these are are funding existing programs yes. and expanding the their budgets essentially it does need to be mentioned that i believe the i believe eviction moratorium was not extended any further than it is right now right? i didn't see anything in and the federal basis I in th- the mortgage uh, there's mortgage assistance. No, no, not I, not not assistance. Oh, I mean the federal mortgage furlough, which you didn't have to pay your federally backed mortgage. That is not extended. No, it's time to it's time to get back there. to normal. Yeah, we're we're kicking the the economy back off. It's time to so there is there's not which is interesting. To start collecting mortgage again, but you can get rental assistance if you need it. Mortgage assistance if you need it. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that not imagine this is this is realistically the Biden administration acknowledging silently that the United States is getting back to normal and people are going to start being able to be to pay their mortgages again. However, some people still are not. So the assistance is there. But we have to acknowledge that we can no longer justify not letting anybody with a federally backed mortgage pay their mortgage anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really interesting. It also speaks to the argument of some people even saying, why do we do this? Yeah. Why are we doing this? There's so many people now that are getting back to normal, much more normal than they like to think we are, mm-hmm. you know? But anyways, that's a whole other aside. No, and we talked about that a little bit, you know, yeah. Ben Shapiro, why are we giving checks to people with jobs? That's, yeah. There's still, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> there's, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, like I never, I never lost my job during mm-hmm. corona you know but our, like our our hours were limited to a certain point and we can only work so much because i work overtime i had to offset with like you know a bunch of my vacation time and sick time and stuff like that like there's i definitely lost money yeah. in this time even if i never lost hit, my job sure. i never you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's and i'm not i'm not saying that to be like oh what was me but there are many people 
who lived in that gray area, you know, of not losing their job, not being able to collect unemployment, but still losing hours or still losing out on money because they worked overtime before. And oh, yeah. Now, you know, it's like even me and my business, we got shut down for it, the, yeah, what, exactly. like the first two or three weeks. Yeah. That's something. And then, then we got to go back to work under limited right. conditions and stuff. But it was, you know, so essentially I've been, I've been one of the few people yes. that basically has been unaffected. So Other than me, catching it. <laughs> I got a couple more questions here about stimulus. Right? Yes. There are some bigger kind of policy type questions. Yes. Right? So are this the, one, these are the infamous questions. Yes. This I'm one excited. rooted from the Wall Street Journal. Okay. And this is from their podcast that is called The Journal. The Journal. Uh, yep. Which is a really good one if anybody's looking for a good, it's like less than 20 minutes every day. They put it out in the evening. And this is from yeah. the 9th of March. And their episode was called, Is 1.9 Trillion Too Much? Right. So they discussed whether or not this was a stimulus bill or a recovery and a relief package. Right. The difference being not for you, not just for you, but for everybody. The difference being a stimulus package. Obviously, the idea is that it would stimulate the economy. The money in here, mm -hmm. the things that are in here are going to stimulate the economy. It's going to inject energy and profit in the economy to make things start going again. And a recovery or relief bill, obviously, would be to help relieve the pressure of the current economy mm -hmm. and just kind of get people through what's going on. So, Which might lead to yes, economic stimulus. And it's correct, but it, right? One is more it's focused a, to just do one thing. Minute difference, yeah. right? It's uh so it but it, like said, it's a policy is, question, um, right? You know, we have a GDP growth percentage of three yes. percent and we want to add yes. a stimulus to try to bring it up to four this year. Exactly. Versus shit's going rough, bro. Exactly. We gotta get people out. So I think that it's a an interesting question mm -hmm. um, of whether or what not it it's a because there was a stimulus bill after to the 2008 financial crisis, right? Yes. There were some checks given and things like that, but most of that money went to businesses to keep businesses afloat, keep the banks afloat, do things like this. Yeah, right? a lot of bailouts. It was to stimulate the economy to make sure that America did not crash and burn because we had to let people fuck ourselves almost yeah. out of existence. Yeah. So in that case, that's the old pulling them away from the cliff. You know, as they're yes. they're walking towards the cliff, and you're going change direction. Right. Don't fall off yet. And so here's some you, money. So, what do you think about that? What I would classify this as um, the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I think it's it might actually be somewhat of a a 50-50 split. Yeah. I mean, not 50-50, but a, it might be do both jobs at the same time. There are definitely some stimulants. Because there's some um, bullshit in here. Yes. There is. Yeah. And I, I, I have a lovely one for you later. But but there's also some actual help that will help people that are in poverty that yeah. are suffering the most right now. There are definitely some stimulating effects as far as, like you said, assistance for yeah. people who need it, individuals who need it, mm -hmm. and for these industries, for the small businesses, things like that. So yeah. I, I thought it was an interesting question. Yeah. Um, and the, they, the 140 or the $1,400 a week in available sick time for federal employees only who have a child that isn't going to school, that is not a stimulus. Like, that is ridiculous. That I mean, technically, it's going to have an effect of giving yeah. a stimulus because they're just – they're giving them – essentially – just paying for them to, to be at home this whole time. The repayment of pensions for different... <sighs> yeah, that's different. not good. Yeah. Boosting Which, the unions. Here, here's a giant check. Yeah. Go to town. Don't... They won't abuse the money. Yeah. They're going to put it Never happened in use. the past. No. Another thing that I found interesting because, you know, like many people, my company matches X percent, you know, to... Mm -hmm. to 
my retirement. So I put in was like 3% or something like that, right? Yeah. So I stopped putting in 3% over this time, partially because the market was so fucking ridiculous that shit was going crazy. I wasn't it sure was. what happened. Also because I'm just going to keep whatever money I can at the time. Yeah. 3%. 3% of my paycheck. Not really that much. Nope. Right? You won't even notice it. I stopped putting in 3%. How many millions or billions of dollars are going to go to union pensions because of whatever the fuck? I don't... Because... Like, what the fuck? And again, I'm... Taxpayer funded. Again, I'm not saying this because the government isn't giving me enough. Like, that's Mm. not my point. My point is because... How can anybody compete with them? core value, I feel that it is my responsibility to ensure that I made it through this time. Mm -hmm. I feel blessed, like our good viewer here, to count my blessings to still be working. I feel blessed that I was able to maintain a job, that my company hooked me up, that my bosses were able to work with me, that any time I needed help with a bill, that person worked with me. Like, I I am blessed in that. I also feel it's very much my responsibility to have done that. You know what I'm saying? So my point is not... I don't have enough or I'm not being given enough. My point is why are people who were largely taken care of during this time? And I'm not asking you to explain. I'm really asking you guys so you can, <laughs> so you can ask yourselves, why are people who were largely taken care of during this time being stimulated more than those who were forced out of work and forced to stay home? It just doesn't seem to make very much sense. So just just consider, frustrating. consider that yep. when when your check rolls into your account. Well, it's it's why that's why the shipyard is the number one employer in, you know, in the county. It's because nobody can compete with them. Yeah. They take they have the unlimited ability to take care of their employees as much as they want. And when it's government, everything is more expensive, costs more, and you get more because of that. Yeah. So it's just it, like it's an unfair game in a way, and they get taken care of. I mean, it's it's a difference in class at the end of the day. They're in a different class than than most people. Once you make it to a certain point in a government bureauc- bureaucracy job, yeah, you're just you're you're so much safer in most cases from a lot of things because it's really hard to fire you. You have amazing benefits that no one else can afford. Right. And your work is damn near guaranteed because the government ain't going nowhere. Not not yet, anyways. So what else? What else? What else we got? This is kind of what we were already talking about from the commentary podcast, and this is from the episode on the 8th. They were talking about the, just the non-COVID things in the bill. Yeah. Um, Farmers. The... The no school federal worker incentive that you were talking about, right? That's what they call the no school federal worker yeah. incentive. That it incentivizes... In, certainly in some aspects, incentivizes federal workers to have their kids not go to school because they get to <clears throat> I get stay, stay home, home and, get paid. and continue to get paid this whole time. So it doesn't exactly... It's like a UBI in a way. It certainly doesn't incentivize those union workers to pressure the teachers to get back to work. How right? much Which is, is kind of what we should be... Because it's 600 through. hours. It's 600 Jesus hours, right? Christ. That you can use up till September. Divide that by 40. So that's 15 weeks free sick time. All I'm saying. And I think 15 weeks. I believe there are two weeks of federally guaranteed COVID time. If you get COVID or yeah. if I get COVID, then our companies can access money to pay us two weeks of sick yep. time for us to stay home for COVID. Yep. But then so that's com- cool. Yeah. So that's cool. That's two weeks nice. versus 15. Seems, if you get COVID. Seems normal. If Almost as if. It's a disincentive to work in the private sector. There never should have been any work called not necessary, except maybe the government. Yes. You're goddamn right. Yes. Yeah. Even, 
I've even heard, you know, people are starting talking about like the psychological aspects of people being called non-essential for an entire year. Right. Just don't worry about it. You're not essential. Your work is not essential. Yeah. Don't need it. Yeah. So you, know? you just stay at home and don't make any money and yeah. fade fade away from society because you're not essential. Not essential. You're not needed. Nope. Your don't life doesn't it. matter. Yeah, I think <sighs> that's very interesting. So we talked about some of those things. They also called the child tax credit a non-COVID related thing. Right. And I, this is where I started, this is where I started to draw the difference between rising and commentary. Right. Uh Again, Sagar being uh, a conservative, potentially in name only commentary being very staunchly conservative Jews from New York. Right. They called commentary magazine called the child tax credit a bribe for staying home. Right. And we kind of talked about this a little bit yeah. earlier that yeah. I don't think that's a very good characterization is of a what it is. Off. I think that is a very tired and old view of what welfare is, you know, because every time they say that they hearken back to the the welfare <laughs> policies of the yes. 60s and 70s. Yeah. It's like. It ain't that world anymore, no, dude. No, that's not how welfare is. The amount of people <laughs> that are that are truly taking advantage of the yep. system and like what you would call draining the system is yep. very, very small. When they would drop that, like, oh yeah, it's returned to the nineteen sixties. Yeah. I'm like, well, that, yeah, you did. You just said it right there. Right. It's not. But but see, if you wanted to not make that type of principled argument, I mean, you could you could argue that it is or isn't just based off the fact that like. Offering families yeah, with, yeah, I mean, I don't want to even say families, but offering parents a, additional, you know, child tax credits, I don't see that being a bad thing at all because no. I think it, in, it incentivizes people to have kids and most people aren't going to ruin their lives for $300 a month. So no, most es- people aren't. Especially because this right yeah. now it's only till the end of the year. It's but, for six months. It's from July to December. Yeah. Like that's it. That's true. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking about a a permanent one, then you you have a discussion. Mm-hmm. This one is six months. Yep. It is six months of it's thirty six hundred dollars. Well, then, then I'm gonna say this. Like this is a discriminatory yeah. bill because I can't claim I don't get any money for having a kid. Yeah. That's, so I just yep, it's un uncovered related. It's just an attack yeah. on single people so i don't understand um <laughs> that right um it, i don't know especially when you're talking about during 2020 right you're going to get it for the last six months of the year yeah it, these low-income parents are low-income right are definitely more likely to have had to either miss work because their kid had to stay home or hire somebody to stay at home with their child, yeah. in which case they're the, losing out on money because they had to people pay for are somebody. Not the, the zoom in everyday crowd. No. That's not them. No. So they don't even have to, it doesn't even consider, you know what I'm saying? These people, the commentary, don't even consider the fact well, I mean, that somebody like they me. They wouldn't if, know a poor person if it bit them <clears> on the ankle. All right. If I wasn't married, <laughs> Maybe. right? If I wasn't married and I had my two year old son, I would either have to not go to work. Or pay somebody to stay home with my son. He doesn't go to school. He doesn't do any of that shit. I have to pay for that. Yeah, and that's not even mentioning the cost. Either way, that's lost money when I was already losing money from coronavirus. These motherfuckers are in such a high position somewhere. They have so much money. They can't even see the ground, Can't even consider that you may have had to pay for childcare during this time. And it may have taken out of your regular expenses. And may have hindered the progress in your life over the last it's insanity <laughs> it's insanity that like to not even be able to see that you know yeah. like 
you don't have to be piss poor for that to be your existence. Nope. You know, all you I, have to do is pay attention. I have a decent job. That's just a matter of Jordan not being in my life, and that's not. That's, Let me ask you a question. You do know you what I'm saying? Do you think John Podhoritz has any concept of what you might do <laughs> during your day to day operations at work? If if you were to say, "Oh yeah, I work in manufacturing," yeah, what's his concept of that? I don't think he really he has whatever he reads. Probably in... just that I push a button or like yeah. pull a lever, you know. Yep. Yeah. So you do you, you stand on a line inspecting the bottoms, you know, putting yeah dolls' heads on. Do you, no? So do you make sure that the machine doesn't break? Is yeah. that that's what you do? motherfucker no i am the i'm the machine i am the machine bitch <laughs> yeah um the machine rising this is the last one that i have for this this is from rising they were talking about this this came this came out to be a partisan bill right yeah. obviously introduced or like we want this to be bipartisan unity and all this shit unity it gets passed through the house on completely partisan guidelines mm-hmm. i even think you have a democrat that votes against it right it's... in the senate i mean mm-hmm. he's a he's a Democrat in in name only. In the Senate, it's 50-50. You have Kamala Harris who breaks the tie, hence sends it back to the House, right? Mm. Completely partisan lines. It seems like, that seems like it's a great idea. On Rising, they're saying, they're talking about the Republicans that voted no because of the non-COVID spending, and they're saying that it's bullshit, it's disingenuous, um, and Sager's specific comment on it was, you should have tried harder to get your partisan stuff passed when you were in power, Right. First of all, I think it's an... Ex- That's dumb. <laughs> so, again, it's stupid, Sager, right? need to talk It's a you. very non-conservative idea, right? It's a very non-conservative thing to say. Well, you should have tried harder for your partisan agenda when you had control of the Senate. Well, I think it's very non-traditionally conservative, right? Well, that's why I, uh, rising kind of pisses me off sometimes. also but. think that it's a super, super not healthy way to be thinking about Congress. You have control, smash through whatever partisan things you have going on and just move it forward, mm-hmm. right? And it's, I saw this same thing when they were, I might even have it in here somewhere. I'm not sure whether or not I wrote it down, but they were talking, they had some people on doing Team Rising talking about filibuster reform. That's yes. what they're talking about, was filibuster reform. So I do, I do have it and somewhere. Joe Manchin is, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I do have it somewhere about filibuster reform. And... Crystal is like, you know, there's no hope at any type of bipartisan anything at this point. So the only way that you're going to get anything done is to just blow up the filibuster and move on. You can't get 60 votes for anything. So just why even try? Which is more incentive to turn it to 65. It's like, so hold the fuck on. So just Mm -hmm. instead, instead of trying harder to do your job and I don't know, the least you could do is allow more people to propose amendments to try and get into the bill. The most that you could do is form a bill that maybe isn't so fucking partisan that nobody will vote for it. Maybe try a little bit harder to do your job. No, no. Instead, we'll just forever change the course of American history and American politics and get rid of the last remaining filibuster that we have here and just move on with it because we can't bother to try and get one fucking person on our side. We'll just, all we can bother is one. We can't try and bother to get 10 people who maybe might have an idea that would overlap with ours a little bit. Just fuck it. We'll just try and strong arm it to, to one and make sure we have control of the White House and just force through anything we want in the Senate. Yeah. That's insanity. So two things on that, right? One, that would require congressmen and women and theys and theirs to actually, All of the Z's. actually you know, be there to do their job. 
to actually help the American people and, and, and specifically their actual constituents. Yes. Right. If they were there to do their job, that would be one thing, but they're not. Right. And two, if you weren't, if every single one of them wasn't completely and utterly unwilling to step across the party line because for fear of being primaried by the leadership in your party, if if those two things wouldn't happen, you might be able to have some principled conversations and some actual things going on, both of which are never the same. But I'm actually on the side of of reform, um, of filibuster filibuster reform. I'm down. I'm down with 100% getting rid of the filibuster as long as every single piece of legislation that goes through the House and the Senate, 60-40. Everything needs to be 60-40. At a time when when almost $2 trillion is passed by only one single party. The minority had nothing to do with this, essentially. They couldn't stop it if they wanted to, right? When one party can pass $2 trillion worth of spending, something is very, very wrong here. And if, if, the, if the partisan divide is so severe that everything is 51-49, there should be some kind of weighted average. for it. The longer that happens, all of a sudden that, that margin required for passing a bill increases. Yeah. Like there should never, ever, ever in a million years be anything that's passed on a federal level that doesn't that you can't get at least 60% of senators on board with. If you can't do that, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Because you're a, you are a member of the federal government there to oversee the states. And if you can't get along in in anything greater than a 5149, you're doing your job wrong. Am I am I off base in thinking that? No, no, I don't think so at all. Um, if the options are between, so that's my that's my uh, the reform yeah. for the filibuster. If the option is one or the other, I, I think yeah. that it's it's an extremely radical idea like it, to just with a bare majority you're going to pass two not, trillion dollars. Oh, here it is, filibuster room. There aren't there aren't sixty votes for anything. How else do you get your agenda passed? That's what she says. Yeah. Right? How else do you get your agenda passed? Yep. Maybe try and appeal to because they're talking. Maybe talk- try to convince people. They were even talking know. about it in reference to um, because well, now that now that this has been passed, the next idea obviously is infrastructure, right? Yeah, so it's right. a big no. infrastructure package. Joe Manchin is like, I'm not going to pass anything through budget reformation unless we can get Republican votes on there. Joe Manchin is apparently the most powerful man in the Senate because <laughs> he, you know, single handedly got fifteen dollars minimum wage out of there. Like that wasn't even a Republican. He was like, fuck it, I'm right. not paying for that. Well, so, you got like Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins and on the Republican side that are kind of uh, swing votes. There's yeah. only one on the Democrat, so he is the number one guy. What does Joe Manchin think about it? He's the Republican from – he's a Democrat from West Virginia. Yeah. There's only so Democrat you could be coming from West Virginia. It's a totally different thing down there. So, like, he's basically a Republican. But right. I love the fact that he is the man now. <laughs> Yeah, so the so now right as infrastructure comes along, the idea that you couldn't get 60 votes for an infrastructure a federal infrastructure package that literally will will affect the entirety of the United States, not just oh, yeah. one state, not just DC, yeah. the entirety of the United States, the idea that you couldn't put enough things in there to incentivize 10 Republicans to vote for it is insanity. Mm-hmm. You're talking about improving 
the bridges, states. roads, dams, tunnels, fucking everything. I mean, yep. fucking power lines. Everything. You are Water talking lines. about the second wave of rural electrification in the form of high-speed internet to everywhere. The entire United States, high-speed internet. In reinvigorating the power system so that maybe you don't have to shut down fucking Texas when, the, when it snows. Like... The idea you couldn't get 10 Republicans on board with that, so we need to blow up the filibuster. Yeah. It's not only insanity, not only That's a terrible view of history, it is so horribly pessimistic that I don't know how they're living with themselves. <laughs> I don't. I literally don't know how they haven't killed themselves yes. because they don't think you could get 10 people to vote for something that will create tens of thousands of jobs in their state. If you live in a shitty rural state, you're going to have a fuckload of jobs that come because they have to do it somehow. They have to build things somehow. And you don't need to be a highly trained technician to put a fucking pole in the ground. You don't. They can teach you how to do it really, really easy. And they'll pay you $20 an hour to do it. I, like, I don't get how you think you can't get 10 Republicans to vote for this. Stick a pole in the ground. Because right. you don't want to. I mean, no. if like if you're doing power lines, you know, if yeah. the if the most basic job is putting a fucking power like a pole in the ground for a new power or line, maybe, like in places like in the Northwest where it's super windy all the time and the power always goes out, oh. maybe maybe take some of those power lines that are up there by the trees and shit, put them underground, <laughs> pay people to come out run conduit under there, and that way, guess what? When it gets windy and trees fall down in the entire world and the snow apocalypse comes, don't we lose power? You can teach someone that'd to be amazing use a concrete saw. You know, you could it's, teach someone to do that. I yeah, I I was learned. I was I was learned how to do that. I can teach you know? someone to dig a hole. I yes. can definitely teach someone to dig a hole. Yep. No problem. Yeah, I've trained. You want to pay me thirty dollars an hour to teach someone to dig a hole? I'll do it. I've trained multiple people how to be <laughs> very very proficient in a very technical job. Yeah, the right? I, the idea you couldn't get ten Republicans to vote for that is absolute insanity. It's. It's it's crushing. That's the that's crushing morosity. Fuck commentary podcast. We need to go to Ouch. rising if we want if we want crushing morosity. If there were yeah, any Kennedy good Democrats, point. <laughs> good point. if there were any Kennedy <laughs> Democrats left in the party, could be saved. Yeah, probably. So, Brilliant conduit. Let's do it. <laughs> so He's going, we'll even do the we'll even do the staking for yeah. him. It's fine. There's because there's lots of industries that come with infrastructure, right? I'm not in love again. Principled argument. My utopia. We're not going to do a giant infrastructure bill because the state government has enough money to pay contractors to do it on a normal basis yeah. so that we don't have to do it once every 50 years when everything starts to break. It's too late. We're here now. But we're here. So let's do it. Yeah. I can't let's pump out some this more is gonna trillions. Be a, that's, I'm, now I'm excited for this. infrastructure. I'm not excited that it's going to pass, <laughs> but I'm excited to talk yeah. about it. Let's get some new jobs, Colin. <laughs> let's get some new jobs, bro. Let's do yeah. it. All right. So as far as Kennedy Democrats, the only thing I'm going to say about Kennedy Democrats so JFK was one of my favorite presidents. JFK. I'll, I'll he was that. he was against the military industrial complex and, felt, and then mysteriously he was offed. I felt really good about Joe Kennedy Jr. until he started being super mad progressive and I was like, "Come on, Joe. Come on, Come Joe. Come on, Joe." Come on, and now Joe. he didn't win. He's like the first Kennedy to lose ever. So Come he's on, not even man. representative anymore, which did make yeah. me kind of sad. Like even even as sad as I was about him going super progressive, I was yeah. still sad to see him go. When he <clears throat> That would make at least 5,000 jobs. Fuck yeah. I'm, that's what oh, I'm hard, saying. Yeah. Infrastructure, jobs as fuck. Jobs AF. And it, it wouldn't necessarily, like, there would be a lot of jobs that would be lost to unions, right? Certainly. Like, the unions would just pick up these contracts. Certainly. But, 
but they're gonna have to hire people but there'd be enough people i don't want that though because i want more of those people to <laughs> work, work in the private work, sector private but, sector jobs uh, because the more people that work in the private sector the better our business is the more money yes, everybody's making yes. the better benefits and better lives we can give to everybody that's what being an employer is about but regardless of because the unions are there it's a reality situation yeah. they're going to get some but there is going to be a massive amount of private companies that will benefit from this because they'll be hired to do jobs to complete these things and it you know because a general contract come in then he starts yeah. reaching out to his his group of people to come out like everybody benefits and then the company would, makes money and they grow and they hire more people boom it's beautiful i would love to Capitalism. see a certain amount of it i don't think this will happen i would love to see it though I would love just in the wake of Corona, all these small businesses, so many people that were shut down, you know, yeah. construction stuff like that. I would love to see them force a certain percentage of it of the contracts to go to like small businesses, you know, um, like like Jake's company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if, like if someone no like you or Jake's forty nine percent could go to unions, fifty one percent. Well, I mean, let's be realistic here. Let's let's cut the unions off at fifty one percent because we know they're going to get forty nine private but, sector and yeah. then ten of that to go to small. Business, yes. you know what i'm saying i would love to see that yes because like, yeah see, there are a lot of big crew you know yeah big crews yeah. out there that run i mean mass i mean multi-billion exactly. dollar big contractors and stuff yeah, yeah. so i would i would love to see yeah. just to help to help stimulate the economy you know Ooh. what i'm saying a certain percentage of that infrastructure package to go to yep. small contractors yeah. like i said like you like jake that could get in on a big government contract Get a little piece of the pie, get some good fucking money flowing through your company, and have yep. a good time. I would really, really like to see that. I love to hire new people, man. Yeah. I hate to lay them off. Yeah, I would love to see that. Maybe, man, I don't know that I could bring myself to go to another town hall for Derek Kilmer, but be maybe if we could bring ourselves to do it. I'd get upset. Around infra- it's, I don't have the respect for him now that I did the last yeah. time we went. And, and if, so- he, if he would, if he's up there and talks the way he does like in, on his social media, I'd be well. In the last time, I'd be we really upset. Did the Facebook when he pooed all over me? So, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, so I think that's. I have. I have, I have one fat piece of pork that I had found. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, if I was to ask you, yes, what a oh right socially disadvantaged farmer or rancher was like who who's a socially disadvantaged farmer or rancher. A socially disadvantaged, disadvantaged farmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you had to guess, what qualify who who who's going to be qualified as a socially disadvantaged farmer? Somebody whose farm is close to a city. I, I don't even. I can't even. Socially disadvantaged. Think intersectional. You'll get there. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So, so is that just different like farmers of color like is that worth minority farmers there you go that's where no we're at shit. farm loan assistance for socially disadvantaged farmers this is section 105 it's right at the top in agriculture so the appropriations in addition to amounts otherwise available there is appropriated to the security of the fiscal year 2021 out of the amount of the treasury so on and so forth the same thing same thing such sums as may be necessary to retain or remain available until expanded and the for the cost of loan modifications and payments under this section to give direct farm loans may forgiveness for direct farm loans made by the secretary for dis, socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers so we're bailing out 
socially disadvantaged yeah. farmers to the tune of $1.010 billion. Is there a definition for that oh, in that section? I'm so glad that you asked that. <laughs> so there, the, the key is that there's actually not in the bill, right? Okay. But they do tell you, socially disadvantaged farmer, the term socially disadvantaged farmer has meaning given the term in section blah, 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 blah of the Food, Agriculture, Conservation, and Trade Act of 1990. So then we click on that link and it brings us here. And then you got to read that piece of legislation to ultimately find that socially disadvantaged, the term socially disadvantaged means a farmer or rancher who is a member of a socially disadvantaged group. And then it goes another layer deeper. You got to find out what that means. <sighs> Socially I love disadvantaged this podcast. Group, the term socially disadvantaged group means a group whose members have been subjected to racial or ethnic prejudice because of their identity as a member of a group without regard for their individual qualities. That is some woke shit. Did you? So, what do you think about this? Okay. So you're going to bail out. You're but, gonna bail out farmers and ranchers based on racial or ethnic pre um, a group, cate yeah, categories of race and ethnicity. A group whose members. So you don't even have to prove that you were subjected to prejudice because of your race. Yes. Just that you are part of a group yes. that has been subjected to as a member of a group without regard to their individual qualities. So you don't have to personally be um you know, uh, discriminated against. You I've just have to belong to the group. I've said this many times today. How the... I, I often find myself in this very odd corner, especially with these intersectional things that I may present as a white male, but I <laughs> am, in fact, a quarter Hispanic. Yes. Latino. I am Mexican, right? Mm -hmm. So can we start a farm and get us some, some tax credits, or what's the... I mean, are you considered socially... I mean... I you, mean, I'm Mexican, are, but... Are they, well, I guess, yeah, and if the last four years during the Trump administration has taught us, the, the United States has in, been incredibly repressive towards the Mexican people in the South America. Anybody? Hey! Jake! Shout out, Jake. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not totally sure, but I would say probably you do qualify. So start we're going to have to start a farm. Jake, we're going to start a farm, yep. but i got to be the head of it. And, yeah. um and then you, yeah, we'll take out. Do we know the loans? percentage of socially disadvantaged ranchers, farmers who are getting this billion? I would be very interested in how many of the farmers that are. Me too. How many American farmers are socially disadvantaged yeah. farmers, and, and, and in, the, yeah, and what effect that plays on your business? Do Considering you that you do farm? the vast majority of your know? business with the federal government and the Department of Agriculture, probably not too much. How does anyone know what color you are? And I would be your produce if they're buying at the store. Yeah. And so unless there is some kind of like woke cell with inside the, you know, the, the farming communities, the massive yeah. farmers and communities, I don't know how many farmers would be like, yeah. Yeah. Although you're talking about Jake, forgiving people's loans. Don't misunderstand. We're starting a farm because I'm Mexican and I'm socially disadvantaged. And so we're going to be able to get tax breaks and credits and parts loan of these forgiveness. loan right forgiveness. The hey, I love you for, for being socially disadvantaged because I'm Mexican. So you guys all have to work there. No, we don't need to be a hey, farmer hey, either. We can hey, be a rancher dog. The tail of death. Sit down. Lay down, kid. Sit. Sit down. She comes over here with this tail and Sit starts down. smashing everything. So just be prepared. Oh, <clears throat> I rule with an iron fist. So make sure, that, <laughs> make sure you're, you're producing. 
Oh, we're going to grow sugar beets. <laughs> Even more of a reason. There we go. It'll be nice. Yep. We'll, yeah, we'll get our loans paid off. And the best thing will be we'll grow we'll sugar beets. my loan paid and off. And then we'll also have another um, business Called on the side. Pablo's that Produce. Pablo's Produce. We've got to call it Paco. Paco. Uh, Dax Paco. has that little the little horse named Paco. So mm. Paco's Produce. Okay. And it can be a uh, <laughs> – the, the logo will be a rocking horse with knight's armor on <laughs> This I'm in love with this idea. <laughs> can we grow corn? Can we grow maize? <laughs> yes, and then we make, have to. And make flour. We have to. So then we could put that I love right so next much. to the King Arthur flower in I the grocery it. store. Who's who? Are you gonna buy this big scary knight or this awesome cute knight on a rocking horse? Yeah, we win. You're a conservative Mexican. The left will cancel you too. Yeah, we probably. I won't <laughs> yeah. even make it to the point you to get able, it. to you get my loans paid off. I'll get canceled before yep. that. <laughs> so then you're gonna That's go funny. to. Then you're gonna end up being thrown in the gulags with a half a million dollars yeah. in debt during Kamala Harris' to lose, lose. second term. Yes, <laughs> her eighth year, but during her second term, in the middle of her second term, yep. but her eighth. <laughs> she she won't take yeah. a third term. She'll just extend the terms and be like fdr like, eh, it's fine it's fine just don't worry about it don't worry. there's war it's going on <laughs> we got we got a 20 year war going war on in yemen and syria happening yeah. dual wars what do we i can't leave now there's two wars happening this is like the plot of a movie that i don't want to watch <laughs> this is horrible <laughs> this is horrible uh, it's like in superstars you're horrible have you you know what i'm talking about i'm, I'm superstar superstar no, no, no. One movie. Superstar. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> with, um, it's not, um, Mary Catherine Gallagher. Right? <laughs> what? Are you, come on! I'm Googling. Yes. I'm IMDBing. Oh, the woke IMDBs. Yeah. Should we tell the people about The Matrix and the Wachowski? The Wachowski, as the Wachowski brothers? Yes. Yeah. Weird. Oh, it's so, I, so, it's okay. so weird. Superstar. The movie's Superstar. called Superstar. It has, I cannot remember the actress's name now uh, molly yes. shannon molly shannon yes oh that's when mary Catherine gallagher movie. that's what this oh you know gosh. what i'm talking about yes now? yes she's talking you're horrible <laughs> you're horrible that movie we do that a lot of my is so bad <laughs> that movie is awesome you're I, crazy it's, it's a bad movie but it's a great movie you're insane i'm gonna make do, am i gonna make my kids watch this movie yes yes it's required viewing yeah Okay, what do we want to talk about next? Let's, let's talk about the crisis at the border. Huh? Crisis? We're, there's a crisis? We're two hours in. Let's there's not a crisis. We'll hit the crisis and then we'll... Jen Psaki says there's, there's not a... I mean, Jen it's not Saki, a crisis. Right? You know, yeah. why, why are we talking... We don't need labels. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah, because the phase three reopening stuff will be really quick. Okay. There's not much there. Help is here. Venezuela. Vaccine. Okay, so... Help is here. Oh, can I... Joe can Biden, I is his speaking tour is called the Help is Here Tour. No. Yes, next week the Bidens and the Harrises are going on a nationwide speaking tour. The name this of the is tour this is, is when he does he doesn't make it to the end. <laughs> you can't do that to him. Right after the stimulus package, most popular president ever, Joe Biden, assassinated on the on the Help Us Here tour. Yeah, assassinated, but uh, it was his soup. <laughs> That's what did it. That's what I'm saying. He can't make that tour fit. He can't make the finish. Yes. He could barely. He barely made it through the speech. So, the, it's, it's, it's like Dave Portnoy going into the, into the shock. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, what doing? Are you doing? doing here? <laughs> that is a bad so, idea. Yeah. So, so the, it's just, he 
he discovered that Hulu has uh, How I Met Your Mother, and he fell in love with Barney's character, and he goes, challenge accepted. Let's do it. Come on. It's terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. So a nationwide speaking tour called The Help Is Here Tour. It's going to be great. Jen Psaki announced it yesterday. How much of that? How much is that going to cost and wasn't included in the COVID relief bill? Oh, probably. Because you know, I don't know if I... Just tack it on. What? They'll get it through budget reconciliation. Because all I'm saying is, <laughs> that seems like a pretty expensive tour for a dude that... Oh, wait. No, I guess he did give us $1,400. Was that, that clip from Rising the other day with the ice fishing dude. <laughs> Well, you know, he's like, he's, you know, they're holding off the, the stimulus checks, you know, they're holding back on this, you know, and then they're, but they're dropping bombs over in Syria. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, those bombs seem kind of expensive for a dude that owes me $2,000. <laughs> clap, 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 buddy. You win the internet today. So the first note that I have here is from the 1st of March, right? Okay. And this is from the press briefing from the 1st. They had Alejandro Mayorkas on. Will you look up exactly what his position yeah. is? He has something to do with immigration, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I think he's the, um, the sec... Uh, while he's there, uh, yeah. he talks about how the What's Trump administration... What's his name Alejandro Mayorkas. He talks about how the Trump administration gutted the immigration system and stated that the goal for the Biden administration is for potential Secretary of Homeland Security. There you go. Secretary of Homeland Security. Oh, I should um, I knew that. Stated that the goal for the Biden administration is for potential immigrants to be able to access humanitarian aid from their own country so that they don't have to come here. What that means with fewer words is that the intent for the Biden administration is instead of allowing more immigrants to come here or instead of telling them that they need to wait for Anyway, instead of doing these other things, their intent is to create a larger pool of humanitarian aid that will then be distributed to other countries. Didn't we? In which to improve before? lives and well, you know, wellness in other countries. Didn't we? Didn't we do this before? Why are so, we doing? Wow. Um, you know, <laughs> no money for you. Uh, like fourteen hundred dollars for you. This I, so this was before the checks, obviously. We just um, did this. Yeah, we just did this. But did we not just do this? More money around the globe. Yeah, imperialism? No, 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 not no, at all. Just financially, definitely not. It's financially, yeah, we're definitely not. You know, <sighs> spreading American ideology or you know, I don't know, trying to force democracy in places that obviously don't want it or. Bro, I don't. Yeah. So <laughs> and this this comes so on the back right of the of the administration refusing to acknowledge that there is in fact a crisis at the border. They right? have not said that word except for not crisis. The reality of the situation is that right now there are almost six thousand border crossing attempts a day. That at the southern border is so many. Excuse me. So we're sending other countries to not send their people to our border. Yes. Yeah. Precisely. That is precisely correct. I mean, you can, because why, why are these places rough spots, right? Generally speaking, it's because the government is corrupt. Yeah. So it makes sense to give them money. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So... It's definitely going to go to all the right places. That seems like a really good idea, Donovan. Because the alternative to that would be sending like checks to individual people who live in other countries, which is absolute <laughs> lunacy. Which is lunacy. Like, what am I going to do with this? What there are, I this? believe... I can't catch I this. believe there's... 
What's 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 the status on stimulus checks for illegal immigrants for immigrants who are here illegally? Will you look that up? Yeah, for me? I, I is saw that the... a thing that happened this time around. I no. know that that no, no. okay, I, it's non-resident aliens Word. can, Word. and so you're talking about people here on work visas somebody that doesn't have a green card yes but you're still here legally yes can can have this word which is probably good because those are i mean otherwise we wouldn't have any food yes so the sixth to the tune of billions again of our money yes Yes. this this guy gets it you get it now you're getting it yeah so we connect on a lot the reason the six thousand number is important the six thousand attempted and successful crossings per day yeah the reason that's an important number is because during the obama administration jay johnson (laughs) was was on tv talking about how there was a thousand illegal border crossings a day and how it was absolutely a crisis because one thousand overwhelmed the system wholeheartedly right so a thousand a day that's a lot of people still we had our friend alejandro mayorkas talking about Mm -hmm. how the system was gutted by the trump administration gutted right gutted now there's six thousand attempted crossings per day, six times what there were during the Obama administration. Yep. And they called it a crisis then, when the border was, you know, they were doing what they could at that time. Mm. We had a Democratic president; it was still okay to try and help people at the border. So border, they were still doing it, right? Now it's been good about the Trump administration. There's nothing there, even though we've stopped the border, we've stopped all the things, stopped all all the things, all the things, stopped all the things. And now we have six times as many people trying to cross six adults, right? Yes. Right? Not not just just unaccompanied minors. Right. Adults, everybody, six times as many still unwilling to call it a crisis, right? Still Mm -hmm. refused to call this a crisis, right? Everyone involved won't say it. So obviously, discussions start to come up of... Um, kids in cages. What are we doing with all the children at the border, right? Ooh, because yeah. Jen Psaki has said over and over and over again, we're not we're not ripping children from their parents' arms at the border, and we're not turning children away. If unaccompanied minors show up at the border, we are not turning them away. Which apparently during the Trump administration they were, which they were doing to everybody who came here. Never because the facilities were full. And saying if you are applying for asylum, you have to wait in whichever country you came from yep. to find out whether or not you're going to get it. Right. And again, I'm not arguing this policy decision, but this is the reality. That was the reality at the time. Yep. Right. So when all of that is happening, more notes. Yes. Children of the border, right? Okay, so Jen Psaki's on there. She's saying this isn't kids in cages. You know, this it's is not, children this is not... in overflow facilities. You know, people are spending. We talked about last time we were here. Kids are spending eighty hours, upwards of eighty, a hundred hours inside of mm-hmm. these DHS facilities yeah. that are fucking tense outside. Do you remember when all the people at Firefest were bitching about the FEMA? Tests? Yes, yes, you know? and that's that's what these are. Being held for upwards of 80, 100 hours in these facilities before they're transported. Which is uh, or well in, beyond the legal in border patrol before hours. they're being transported to Department of Homeland Security mm-hmm. facilities. So they're only legally allowed to be there for three days. When this 72 is 72 hours. Right? On the 9th, the, wet, the press briefing at the 9th, there was a report. There's reportedly 3,600 children being held at the border. And I'm not like being contained at the border, which was more than there were in 2019. During the Trump administration, when there's the whole thing about kids in cages and there's using pictures from the Obama administration and all this is happening oh, yeah. when Donald Trump is a is a racist and a bigot and he's, you know, literally locking children up in cages. There's more children now 
in detention at the not detention because they're not being detained. Like they are. They're in. They're, they're, they're in. They're, they're in detention centers for X at the border days before transfer to a facility. Now, but somehow we are supposed to. And let me add one more thing. Right, the the Biden administration is also trying to not reopen all of the containments, all of the overflow facilities because they don't want it to look bad. They're trying to not, right? So we don't have all of the available overflow facilities there. We're making new ones, which are tents, right? The overflow facilities that are existing are actual buildings, structures there. The ones that are being constructed now are tents, right? Are tents in which we're containing more children there. And somehow... We're expected to believe that they are being cared for better, being taken care of better, and it's more humane. It's more caring it's the way that they're humane. being looked after mm-hmm. now. Yeah, we're, we're handling it humanely. Right. And they're not in cages at all. Nope. Nope. Who right. built the cages, Joe? Right. Who built the cages? Right. So at that time, on the 9th, Jen Psaki refused to confirm or deny the numbers, right, of how many children yep. were at the border. She told the reporter, well, I suggest that you ask the Department of Homeland Security. Yep. The reporter says, I did, and they didn't answer me. They would not confirm this number. She says, I suggest you ask them again. Yeah. You that's because that's, that's, they don't work for us. Nope. You know. Don't, don't have talk anything to, to do with that. You know. Refused. She refused to address the conditions at the border with the children. Yep. Because the same thing that I've just done here, gone through a logical step. One of these reporters did this. So you're telling me, right? Even if he said, let's assume this number is correct, mm-hmm. right? If that's the case and we don't have all of the overflow facilities open and we're just popping up new tents, how can we reasonably assume that the conditions for these children are better and more humane than they were during the Trump administration. Yep. Because this whole thing, we've had four different officials at least come from the Biden administration and say, we want to have a humane policy unlike the previous administration. Yeah. Right? So what do we Unlike do? the previous administration. More kids in cages. More kids in cages. But we're not ripping them from their parents' arms at the border. We're taking them and their parents in, which... If everyone will remember, right, because <laughs> no laws have been changed, the parents are then separated from their children and they are kept in two different facilities. Weird. They're not ripping them away. Not at the border. They're just, they're separating them after they are. Uh, once they're brought once in. Once they're brought right. into the facility. Right. Once they're in the facility, yeah. then the children are separated. Yeah. One bus kindly, goes that way. You gently. get on that bus, you get on yeah. that bus. Yeah. Goodbye. The screaming child is gently yes. separated from their parent. Not ripped from their arms, gently separated from yep. their parent. And then they're taken to two separate facilities. Sure th- right. And, the, and the, you know, the really sad thing is, though, the reality of the ground is probably the people that are having to do this every single day are probably some, like, I don't think these are like, I mean, you could see them walking around, you know, I don't think the people that have to do this stuff are like doing it in malice. They're not enjoying it. No, it's probably tearing their hearts apart to have to do this. But at the end of the day, they're being forced to do that. Don't allow because of the policy. And don't allow these people, Jen Psaki, this new administration, do not allow them to lie to you about the reality of what no. is happening. Unless immigration laws have been changed, unless there has been immigration reform, the reality for the immigrants, for the children at the border is exactly the same that it was during the Trump administration. It is no different now. Nothing has been changed. It is all the same. <clears throat> it's, it's insanity that... It, it's well, crazy to me that anybody can stand in front of that many other people and lie and be totally cool with it. You know, they're good I don't it. like telling white lies to people about why I was late to things or mm-hmm. shit like that. It's 
the fact that she can stand there and lie not only to all these reporters, then shit on them, be an asshole to them, and then lie to the whole country and walk away and be just fine. Yeah. How do you sleep with yourself at night? So who are the workers with these children? What is their background? Certainly, because... Yeah, I would be curious. No, no, because there were problems during the Trump administration of people who were working at the border that were taking children away. I told you there were people that... Children gone missing that are then found cities away that were taken by workers. Jordan shows me this, the whole story. There's Ooh. security footage. Swear to God, I would have to find, I would have to I believe find it. everything, I believe it. right? But Jordan showed me the footage of everything. There's security footage of children being, immigrant children being taken from, from facilities, right? Loaded into vans, showing up in another city, just being taken into like houses and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying that these workers are like deeply involved in a cabal of like terribleness. They're federal workers being told by higher up federal workers, take these children to this place mm-hmm. and then fucking leave. You know what I mean? And I, I'm not absolving them from responsibility. Well, not at the, all. Uh, I, I'm once but, you make that transfer from like the DHS yeah. to the um, HHS, like some of these people, when they don't know what to do with them or the something, Department like, of they, Homeland Security. like yeah. they go to like, they go to like foster homes and like these weird places after like found the dissemination like, of these kids yeah like, it's so which is a huge issue that would be terrible so again the this come is on a recipe for child trafficking on an even more ma- oh, absolutely it's hard yeah absolutely hard, yeah. And, and so again don't allow this new administration with a different letter before their title with different colors yep. different airs different faces don't allow them to deceive you into believing that anything at the border is different than it was before no it is exactly the same even <clears throat> immortal technique you know who immortal technique is right yeah. Immortal technique is a rapper for anybody who doesn't know from new york very hood very street Super progressive, super fucking progressive, right? Has been shitting on the Biden administration for this exact same thing. Posting videos of Jen Psaki's. Like, the, you're you're lying. The, the same thing is happening. You are still murdering children in the Middle East. This is still happening. You are still paying for this. You are still funding yep. this. You are still advocating for other royal families doing terrible fucking things while you are sitting here trying to sit on some type of throne in the United States and act like you're doing something better. Well, you're trying to impeach the queen. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> don't, don't allow these people to lie. I love a moral technique. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even sure he was still watching. Jake, uh, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. Great. Yeah. That's so, great. So, like I said, don't allow these people to lie to you about what is happening at the border. Yeah. Nothing is any different. This is this is a crisis. And then when I'm watching this today, still right, is a crisis. Yes, there is a study that came out of Brownsville, Texas. Right, there were oh, some yeah. like seventeen thousand immigrants that were that were tested for coronavirus. Nine percent of them had had COVID. Yep. Right, which is twice the national average. And so there's reporters like, what are we doing? To make sure that people in towns like Brownsville are safe from the coronavirus. Jen Psaki's like, oh, uh, you know, first of all, I haven't seen that study, so I can't confirm that number. Oh. Um, <clears throat> oh, second of all, you, don't even need you know, there are, there are proposals to test everyone for COVID that are coming through the border. Wait, 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 wait. There are proposals to test <laughs> yeah. everybody coming at the border? You're, you're telling me. We're not. <laughs> you're telling me. Yes. We are. 
aren't actively testing the people who are coming through the border yep. and we're letting them move on because we have rescinded the state the weight in mexico policy quote unquote whatever the fuck it was called the technical name for it right that's yeah. the colloquial term the weight in mexico policy yep. you're telling me we're allowing people to come in here and we're not testing them to find out whether or not they have covid while we regular people are forced to stay in our homes and not work and lose our businesses because we're so scared of this fucking virus. But somehow we're letting people... Like, what the fuck? How can you not laugh because of how ridiculous that sounds? Proposals to test everyone <laughs> in the border? <laughs> Proposals? Come on! That I don't know why that got me so good. Oh, right. That but funny. that's not in the stimulus bill, right? That's <laughs> not in the COVID bill. Come on, dude! Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. This it's insanity. Super jazzed. So and what's funny about this is that nobody's like they're doing their damnedest to not talk about it. No. And and to them, thank God for the pandemic. Because otherwise they might be forced to confront them on this. I a mean, virus that has a death rate less than the flu. That's 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 a thing. I mean, I get it. I definitely get it. Oh I mean what else? What else can you say about the border? Yeah. So it, numbers are up. They're still up. It's terrible. Nothing's changed. It's just. We you know. have always been and remain staunch advocates for immigration reform. Yep. Right. We are not by any means put up a wall, close the borders. Don't let anybody in. Your wife moved here from another country as a child. Her yep. family moved here from another country. We are not by... And that's not like I know a black person. That's like <laughs> we we are well acquainted with the system and the horrible, horrible familiar. flaws that it has. Right? Yes. I'm, that's that's what I'm getting at. So It, it ain't cheap either. Is, no. So the point is we... We have been and will remain advocates for immigration reform. And the reason that we bring this up is not because look at what they're letting happen to this country. Blah, blah, blah. It's because we have have an administration that is actively trying to sell you a rotten bill of goods about how they are actively changing the country. And they're more humanitarian. They care more. They're better than Donald Trump. Well, nothing is any different. It's worse now than it was then. Mm -hmm. And they're acting like it's better. They're lying to you actively. They're letting people come into the country with infected with coronavirus while you can't work (laughs) because of the coronavirus. It's so insane. It's, it's dark. Yeah. It's a, it's a dark world. And if we had a good system, right, that was efficient and people would flock to this country Think of the economic growth that we would have, dude. Can you imagine? It would be so amazing. Yeah. So amazing. So it's not like I want, you know. I, We're not open borders people, but we no. also aren't closed We're borders. Xenophilic. Uh, yeah, yeah. What did you call man, it? Crap. I didn't know this was Eric Weinstein. I'm not right, saying credit right. for this. Um, xenophilic restrictionist. Yes. That's. Yes. I'm all about it, but. We just got to think about this. We talked about it, man, in in my stupid high terms like a couple weeks ago. I was like, I don't see why there's anything wrong. It was episode 100. You know, we were talking about it. I don't see mm-hmm. why there's anything wrong with incentivizing people to come here no. who already have extremely marketable yeah. skills. Have and you also, seen the world? People are pretty dope sometimes. Right. And also providing people with zero marketable skills mm-hmm. the chance to come here, make something more of themselves, and have a fucking great life because America yep. is the shit. Yep. 
There's nothing wrong with doing both of those things at the same time. I don't know what the percentage split would be, you know what I'm saying? But, it'd be, but there's no reason you can't do both of those things and make the country a better place no. with one felt swoop. No, like, if we're smarter than that, we can yeah, figure it out. We can do this. We can do it. So we the last thing... So I have to say something about... No, no, we're going to talk about no, Joe no. Biden. So, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Yeah, we're going to talk about the, the Biden address, so I'll talk about it then. Okay. So... Excuse me. Well, what do you got? Biden address. Biden address. Yeah. This yes. was Thursday. Thursday night. Thursday after the bill was signed. Yeah, because um, that was yeah, he was talking all along. He was gonna get to it. You know, he would make. He would not. He would not want to make a public appearance until right. you know they were done working on getting the COVID bill passed. And this is this is when I said. Or when I wrote down the Trump should sell his properties because he's living rent free in everyone's heads in D.C. Because he just talked about how terrible Donald Trump was, you know, mm-hmm. what a shit job he did in the beginning of the coronavirus and said all these terrible things and did these terrible things. And <clears throat> so um, it also felt to me you watched this, right? You watched the Joe Biden. I watched part of it. Yeah. I didn't it, get all the way it through. It felt yeah. to me like he was talking to children. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like he's very much, and I don't know if that's well, because of him or because of us. It's because he's the nation's grandfather. <laughs> yeah, so we're he, all his children, Donovan. Like, he was like talking about all these things that happened in 2020. Like we don't also know how shitty 2020 was. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> we all remember. lived through it, man. We're here. Like we we know that it fucking yeah. sucked. It sucked for everybody. It was well, terrible because it was also kind of it was like that commemoration. Still, you know, he's right. trying to be right. You know, sincere and yeah. serious. Who saw it all? It was sad, right? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't good. So um, after that, he said that we had purchased a hundred mil, ordered a hundred million new doses of the Johnson and Johnson, Johnson vaccine. By the end of May, all adults would be eligible for the vaccine, and then by July, Fourth of July, hopefully enough people. Was... You know, if we're all good, if everybody's good, and yep. we all behave, all good little sheep. And everybody and stay follows in the, fence. the rules, and you wear your mask, and you go and get your shot. Then we'll have enough people vaccinated yep. that you can have a couple of people over in your backyard for yeah. a barbecue on Fourth of July to celebrate your freedoms. To celebrate your freedoms. Start getting a little bit because we're all free. Back. Oh man. yeah. You ever when Newsom said that about California? This you know, so we can start to get back some of our freedoms. Yeah, bro. Yeah, beautiful. Now we're just doing it on a national yeah. level. So they're going to add six hundred more mass vaccination sites and a shitload of more vaccinators. Yeah, we'll touted. See about that. Yeah, they touted. Um, for increase in vaccinations oh because because the amount of vaccinations they're doing has gone up right yeah. so everyone At remember the same rate that it's been going up we talked about this in the beginning of the administration he said my goal 100 million shots in the first 100 million or in the first 100 days right which was the rate that we were going at the time yeah so after that after he got in we would have had to slow it down also also, after that, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was released. Yeah. So there's more vaccines in circulation. So, yes, the vaccination rate did, in fact, go up. <laughs> Even if Donald Trump was president, it would have gone up because Johnson yep. & Johnson got their vaccine now, and it was approved, and people are getting it. Because it doesn't actually it's also, matter who's in the chair It's right also there. a one-shot vaccine. So there's more. Just by virtue oh, of yeah. how this one works, there's going to be more people yeah. who are getting it, right? So they... Um, let's see. What the fuck is this? 
more vaccines. Vaccination yes. rate. Him yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was up. trying to understand why the fuck I why I wrote this the way that I did. So let's talk about this, right? Because they he didn't mention Donald Trump one time, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about that maybe in the pre-show yeah. when he said, you know, five hundred thousand people or whatever, more people than World War One, World War Two, blah blah yeah. blah, right? So didn't mention like, Donald wait, Trump what? even one time. And so then when I'm watching the press briefing, I wrote this one. It was for the 11th, but I was watching it today, right? Mm-hmm. And for the AstraZeneca vaccines, here it is. So it was for the 12th, actually, right? The, sorry, let me start over because I watched one for the 11th and then the 12th, and she was asked about it on both days, right? Mm-hmm. So on the 11th of March, Jen Psaki was asked about companies being able to sell vaccines to other countries, yes. right? Because when... Joe Biden came into office, he enacted the Defense Production Act and for vaccinated for vaccine manufacturers. Sorry, I'm getting my fucking words mixed up here. I got so much running through my head. So he enacted the Defense Production Act for vaccine manufacturers so that they can increase the amount of vaccines that they were making at a time, mm-hmm. brought other companies in, forced them to work with other companies. It's all a good thing, right? It's again, yeah. it's a policy difference of whether or not you want to nationalize something or you want to try and just say, hey. Just fucking do what you can and let's just get it done, right? Neither here nor there. It's a poly decision, right? Because of that, because of of the Defense Production Act, all of these companies have contracts with the United States government of a certain amount of doses they are required to sell to the United States government. Right. Yep, makes sense. There makes are sense. some companies, AstraZeneca is the one that comes up now, right? Where that shot, their vaccine is not FDA approved in the United States. However, it's approved in other countries. But because of the Defense Production Act, they have a they have a contract with the United States that stipulates before they can sell to another country, right? This was the question. Is there a stipulation in this contract that says before they can sell this to another country, yeah, they have, have to, to fulfill their order with the United States? Jen Psaki refuses to answer of whether or not... Of course. Could so not don't. or would not answer if the vaccine manufacturer are required to fill U.S. orders before other countries. Fucking of course there is, right? Of course there is. Of course. We invested millions and billions of dollars in private sector companies to make a vaccine because the government can't do it, right? So the next day, she's asked a very similar question about the AstraZeneca vaccine because the vaccine is not FDA approved and they have the contract with the U.S. government. So they can't give the shot to the United States, but they have millions of doses of the vaccine that is not being sold to other countries. It's sitting sitting in the United States, right? It's just in the the gray area, you know? It's in the white space. So... (laughs) Jen Psaki will not say that the companies aren't allowed to. She even said, like, no, there's no ban on them exporting it. Like, there's nothing to stop that. But, you know, they have agreements with the United States that, like, they have to do X amount of doses. And so that, that's all. They have contracts. Yeah. So the reporter's like, wait, okay, so. But. <laughs> I'm asking you, in this contract, is there something that says they can't sell this to another country before they give it to the United States? And if so. Why are we not doing something to at least amend that for now Yeah. until it reaches FDA approval? <laughs> She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. That I don't, yeah, I don't have the details me. of, you know, exactly what the, what the contracts are. I don't, which, like, I, don't, right. I don't have a chapter in my binder for this which, one. What is this? Which brings me to this, right? Which I wanted to talk about this because when the vaccine first started flowing out of Moderna, Pfizer, these started coming out. There's all this partisan rhetoric going around about oh if it wasn't for big government we couldn't have done this right it was it was all big government and then conservatives that are like if it wasn't for the private sector this never would have happened no private sector no vaccine right ben Ben shapiro says 
if it wasn't for Big Pharma, we wouldn't have this. He's like, well, that's why like, he's a Big Pharma guy. Like many things, I have found the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Yes. Right? So I have this, not not a timeline because I don't have dates here, but oh, this is nice. kind of a progression of how this works. A flow. Right? A flow chart. Indeed. Yes. Thank you very much. This happened, then So this we'll happened. start during the Trump administration. Love right? it. Love it, love the it. Vaccines start being created. Donald Trump did not use the Defense Production Act to force an increase in the production of the vaccines, right? Was this um, the Project Lightspeed? Or uh, Warp Speed. Warp Speed. Project Warp Speed. Yes, yeah. yes. And that's because... So he provided incentives. Yes, because Jen Psaki is also asked during... Um, a, about the Joe Biden speech, you know, why, why didn't... Joe Biden mentioned Donald Trump at least one time. Like, does the previous administration deserve no credit at all for having created this vaccine? And Jen Psaki says something to the effect of like, we, oh, fuck, I have it in here. Credit the science. <laughs> no, no, I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. I love it. When you like, you're like, oh, epiphany. Yep. Credit of the science. All I need is just the word science. 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 The science. Everybody's all about the science. I love it. Applauds the science, steps, <laughs> got this, applauded the science and the, st- <laughs> she applauds the science, right? Re- regarding no mention of Trump regarding the vaccine, she applauded the science, right? So I think that we've really done a lot and we've, you know, applauded the science that got us here and applauded the steps that have been taken since Biden came into office to increase the amount in all aspects of the yeah. vaccine. But still, again, refused to acknowledge Trump Dance at all, around. right? And that's... Cut in circles. So that's what made me make this flowchart, right? It's because you literally... <laughs> because she's saying this to, like, respond to Donald Trump's, mm-hmm. you know, blast email the other day of, like, oh, you yeah, literally yeah. wouldn't have a vaccine if it wasn't for me, right? <laughs> the polar opposite. So let's go over this, right? Donald Trump refused to use the Defense Production Act yes. to force private sector companies to make the vaccine. Yep. Wasn't going to do it. Different right? approach. Offered incentives. Instead, right, because we have these private sector companies like Moderna, like Pfizer, who have oh, pretty much all of the doctors, all like the scientists, mm-hmm. the researchers, the people who make vaccines, right? Yeah. Also, because they're just a private sector company, they have very little incentive to do anything that doesn't benefit them financially on the back end. Yep. Right. Objectively, that's the reality. Now let's take a look at big government. Right. Pretty much no scientists because all they are is a government entity. You're, at least in regards to creating vaccines. Right. These bureaucrats with bachelor's degrees. These scientists. These doctors. Few doctors. Endless cash flow because mm-hmm. we can make whatever the fuck we want. Yep. They also happen to write the laws. Right. <laughs> so these two parties come together. There's a there's a little bit of a dance. Right. They pay the private sector. Right. Enormous amounts of money, millions and billions of dollars. They pay, yep. they pay the private sector. They also promise legal immunity for the producers of these vaccines. If you make this, we're going to test it. Yep. But if someone ends up getting fucked up, don't worry about it. You guys are we fine. told you we'll, to do we'll it. Cover. It's going to be fine, right? Yep. So this not only releases uh, relieves the barrier that they had to doing it. It also provides all of the financial incentive that we are going to guarantee this money and you're not going to get in trouble if anything bad happens on the back end, right? Mm-hmm. So the private sector is incentivized and they actually put out the fastest vaccine ever created in the history of fucking ever, yep. right? History Mankind. of ever, right? Um, um, yeah, modern miracle. After this, Joe Biden comes into office. He uses the Defense Production Act to federally force companies, again, a policy decision, force companies to increase the amount of vaccines that they are creating, also force them to sell it to America before they sell it to everybody else. 
And then, and then the Johnson & Johnson vaccine comes out. The same thing happens. We are going to use the Defense Production Act to do everything that we can to make sure that you can hit your goals. Give us all the fucking vote, all of the doses that you can. Mm-hmm. Right? You cannot, Joe Biden can't exist and tout all of these things without, without the odd, weird cooperation of the private sector and big government. If they had yeah. not held hands and walked through the coronavirus together, we would not be where we are today. Yep. To not acknowledge the private sector, to not acknowledge Donald Trump, is revisionist history at the least. I think that's very fair. That 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 sounds like spot on. I've never really thought about that. And that, you you because it it's been a minute yes. since this all has yes. gone down, and to put it. Just note it down in the order that it happened. You go, huh? Imagine that. Right. How gaslit are we now? So that's what How I'm gaslit saying. Are we on both sides? It was it was all big government. You know what I'm saying? And then Ben Shapiro. If it wasn't for big pharma, this would never happen. Yep. Well, bullshit. Big pharma was here the whole time, and until Donald Trump said we're going to give you millions and millions of dollars, yeah. they were like, oh, who fucking cares? I don't. It's we'll put it on like, the back burner. Yeah. But it's almost like when there was a crisis. Yes. People came together. To try to accomplish a goal. Huh. Wow. Meh. But now, it's do what I tell you to, or else we're going to take over your company. You make us happy. Thank you for being here. This was amazing. And I would not be surprised if Fauci had stock in Moderna. Wouldn't be surprised. No. I, I will say that uh, I want Fauci to throw out the first pitch at the first Mariners game. Yeah, Just he also... For the entertainment value again. You know... Poor Joe guy. Biden was also like, listen to Fauci. Like, you have yeah. to do it. He laid out a yeah. four-phase, yep. I don't know, plan or, like, something that they're doing. The first phase was that all adults would be eligible by May, right? Yeah. The second step is they're going to create a database or a portal so that we can look up vaccine locations, testing facilities, and how many doses are at that place yeah. so we can know whether or not it's worth it. And then you can also, you know, schedule uh, vaccinations, like appointments and stuff yeah. like that. You know what's really wild? Is if you go to our state coronavirus website or in our county website, you can go find that information right now. Do you know that? Like we didn't need to be told by the federal government to do it. We just did it because it's kind of what we needed to do. The state did it by itself. Super weird. Imagine that. It's almost like Donald Trump said, I fucking hate. I hate it because I hate Donald Trump. (laughs) I know. And we are continuously like, oh, weird. It's almost like Like, when the Trump was here. Like I I hate it. I don't, I don't like it. No. So, but it is what it is. Facts don't care about your feelings. After that, the third step is to open the majority of K through eight schools in the first one hundred days. We have to. Okay, so the next dog. What are Chloe, you doing, dog? Chloe, I love you. So you are much. being a bad girl today. Um, here. So the next episode, we should maybe talk about unions. Yes. And schools. Unions and schools? Yeah. And like how I these love things. unions <laughs> and schools. So this is my Maybe we'll talk thing. about that on the next one. Because it's too big to get into the K through eight school. Like yeah. oh, the school debate is too big of a thing for us yeah, to like, yeah, talk yeah. about in this topic. And the fourth one was guidance to get guidance for the freedoms of the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Guidance yeah. for what people can do. Um, what freedoms do you get back? <laughs> after that, I want to tell you, get the shot and you can, and maybe you'll have 4th of July. Listen to Fauci. He said, because the shot is safe. I know it's safe. Kamala Harris and I know that it's safe. And that's why we took it on camera in front of the whole nation. <laughs> oh, is that why... 
Is that why you guys both said that if the shot came out during Donald Trump's administration that you shouldn't take it? And now you only have a half a percent of the black population in America that's gotten the shot? And you can't, for some reason, somehow figure out why you can't get them to get the shot? Yep. Is that why? In, my, in their defense. Right. Right, in their defense. They never actually, like, just straight out came and said, don't do it. She they never said don't. Heavily... <laughs> heavily implied and that they would think I wouldn't. twice and i wouldn't yes yes i yes. never directly told you right, not to right. but right they did tell them super weird and then they then they did it's funny weird. they have the trump vaccine in their arm is that what's going on <laughs> no they uh, have it's... they have a vaccine in their arm that's it's not we talked about it, like the way they were running it was like donald trump is cooking it in the basement you know, like Donald <laughs> yeah. Trump is fucking whipping in the crockpot. Like Donald Brian Trump, it doesn't even fucking know how a vaccine works. He's, no, you can, there's some way maybe to Donald infuse. Tr I'm saying Donald Trump light. is so <laughs> stupid that he's saying things that you can misinterpret to say he's thinking inject bleach in your yeah. mouth. Like that's how dumb oh he is. God. But for some reason we're like, don't get the Trump vaccine. Yeah. You can't trust that shit. Because he's Dude, making it. It's the same one oh, that you're that. giving out right now. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, so we really want to make sure that you do that because, you know, if you don't, then we're going to have to lock down again. And we really don't want to do that. We yeah. really don't want to do the restrictions again. So make sure that you're good. I don't want to do the restrictions again either. So I won't. Yeah. And then it was after that that Jen Zaki said they're going to go on the Help is Here tour. So that's just. Like a literal, it's a literal victory lap. Yes. But what? For something that's two months. But we're late. still in, we're still in the middle. Yeah. You know, we're not out of danger. We need to be careful about this. Yes. Until September. That's why we're all the financial aid to till September. We're going to, we need to be careful. Why are it's you like going Cuomo. on a speaking tour now? It's like Cuomo. Almost as if that, uh, you know, the doctor from. Johns Hopkins, who said that once you get the vaccine, within a month of taking the vaccine, you are 100% good. To, you should be able to just go around. You're, you're good. Yeah. But you know, fuck him. You know, John, who who listens to Johns Hopkins doctors? Fuck him. You know, we listen to Fauci, a government bureaucrat. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Don't you love the world? Anything else on that big shooter? No. Nope, or do you want to all... learn about the magic? That is phase three of Let's Washington State's coronavirus Let's reopening. So this came out. Okay, first of all, it's it's been a minute since we have been in phase two, right? It's been in phase two for, what, a month now, I, I believe? Two weeks behind schedule. Yeah. On Thursday, March 11th. Yep, so it was the same day that, that we passed the, the bill and signed it. So this is what he was waiting on. Um, yes. Yeah, because it, we, it's directly tying it to More it. More funds. But our beloved governor. Highest paid public employee. That's right. Fauci. That's, that's right. Listen to Fauci. Listen to Fauci. He knows. Our, yeah, our, our lovely beloved go governor, you, Jay Inslee. Go ahead. Before you do this, did you watch Crowder yesterday? Yes. Did you watch the whole thing? I believe so. Okay, so did you see... With the one with the Hodge twins? Rand Paul interview. Yes. Okay. That was magical. So, it was beautiful to listen to Rand Paul be like, 
oh, didn't you guys hear about all the, like, the dozen times that Fauci told me that I was wrong publicly yep. and then I ended up actually being right? Huh. Like, what the shit? Bro. He didn't care, dude. That's... He did no fucks given. He's no. like, this is just, you know, no one fucking likes me, so yeah, I just I'm keep just doing do me and, you know, saying shit and Get beat up on my neighbor. People hate on me and, you know, on the news and Getting it's, chased it's by, fine. By rioters. I mean, yeah. It's poor dude. Dude. Yeah, that was a that was a good conversation. I was I was surprised Swaggins from how kind of like loosey goosey he got. Yes, you know it's good stuff. Forget that he's a real doctor, you know. Yeah, practicing. Yeah, which is actual doctor. We, so weird, so so weird. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, so phase so three, Washington phase State. Three. Um, Governor Inslee on Thursday announced that um, as of March twenty second. We're going to go into phase three. Yeah, all states will be entering phase three, right? Right. Which is, like, we're eligible for it by the numbers. Um, and, you know, he so he acknowledged now that we got a phase three coming. Here, Here is the layout. It's not – it's kind of essentially part what it of the used layout. to be. Here's what yeah. we know. Here's what we know so far because, yeah, we don't have dials yet or anything like that. And they got another two weeks to come up with all of this. Um, yeah, well, I guess a little over a week. Um, well, he said they were going to come out with Monday the rest of the next. guidance next week. Yeah, like that they are. They already don't have totally what phase three is going to. Because what have you been doing? Right. What have you been doing for this last? I mean, we go into phase two. Right. You, you're not thinking about phase either way. That's on the side. Um, so, anyways, so we got some new guidance right now. Um, officially, I mentioned it before. The Hunger Games are over. We are no longer broken down into districts Damn and it. regions. We are now just county based once again. I didn't get to vo- I didn't get um, to volunteer as tribute. You know, we all have goals in life. Some are better than others. Yeah, I did last time I was here, but yeah. you heard me. I don't think I volunteered. I believe you. I did. never got picked up. No one came to my house. That's probably so, a good thing. I guess, but. Um, so anyways, now it's broken down into large counties and small counties. Um, smaller counties are with anybody with 50 people, 50,000 people or less. And then it, large county is anything other than that. A small county, bro. Yeah. That's the thing. Cause I thought to, to really localize it in our county, we're 271,000 people in this There's county. It's like 40,000 people in Bremerton. We're, we're like a suburb. Yeah. You know, we have grass and trees and forests, yeah. you know, you know, but not that many. There's, there's not a whole lot of more building space anymore. But anyways, we have some new metrics that we have to meet. Uh, and it's less than there was before as of right now. It's just two. There is number of your population of new cases. The new new cases in the population based off of a 14-day period, right? And then it's going to be the number of vaccinations as a percentage um, per capita of 100,000 people, right? Yeah. And... And on top of that, it's we don't – what is the hospitalizations? We have no more than five po- hospitalizations um, per capita of 100,000 people Yeah. over a period of one week. Will you do me a favor? Yes. Will you tweet this, this uh, article real yes. quick? Yes. It's a medium post, I should say. This is kind of like the official Word. governor's thing. So I only say that because tweet it out. you can find Colin uh, on Twitter at – Big Bird Offie. You can find me at Salt of the Street. You can find us on Instagram. Colin is also Big Bird Offie on that. I am at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And uh, we have our Salt of the Streets Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our Facebook at Salt of the Streets. Well, Facebook, YouTube at Salt of the Streets. SaltofTheStreets.com for all this information. If you are watching us on YouTube right now, like all of you beautiful people, Woo! go and leave us a like and share us and uh, comment and all the things 
tell us uh tell your friends about us uh it really helps other people find us we are trying to grow we are trying to get out here we want to share information with other people with the globe Boom. help us do that let your friends know i just tweeted it there you go Article boom it's out there you can check it out over at my twitter um so when he goes on to talk about hospitalizations over i forget how people phrase that that per 1000 or 10 100,000 population yeah so anyways we got that going on that allows us to move into phase three which essentially is real similar to the old phase three right um, we're moving up from 25 percent capacity in in like things like restaurants and things like that to 50 like we're boosting up you know like in the original 50%. one and then four phase four in in last year's phase plan was 75 percent yeah you know and this but this is a key phase because now outdoor spectacular um, events, I think is what they're defined as, um, can now be partaken in at a 25% of capacity rate. That means you can go to the Mariners opening day and we can watch Fauci throw that ball 20 See, feet. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, and so that that's that's dope. That's not till November, though. But the, Well, yeah, okay. But the, September. So, and all this will take effect. Yeah. March 22nd. 22nd. Yeah, like I said before. Um, so for large counties that remain in phase three, yeah, so now, but now we, he's going to be unfreezing that whole you can't fall back thing. Like we have right now, we're ah. under a current phase where you can, no no counties are falling back into phase one. But once this goes live, then it's like somebody hit the fall, pause button. We can fall back to phase two. Yeah. So like when Inslee said, we're going we're gonna to take a pause, we literally paused the game and they added another level. Like that's what we're doing now. Um, so phase three. Sports guidance will will change in phase three to allow in-person spe spectators at events for the first time in a year. Spectators will be allowed to attend outdoor venues with permanent seating with capacity capped at 25%. The change affects both professional and high school sports, as well as motorsports, rodeos, and other outdoor spectacular events. That's, that's spectacular events. Social distancing and facial coverings will still be required. Hmm. Um you know, new phase also allows for up to 400 people maximum to attend outdoor activities. So we'll see what happens with that. That's, can you imagine? That's not that many. You've been to a baseball game before, right? That's. Can you imagine how long the concession lines are going to be if everyone's got to be socially distanced? You got to have six feet in between all the people. But imagine if there's only a quarter of the people there. Oh, word. Right? I just thought about that. Yo, that that's worth going. That seems kind of cool. So, uh, but yeah, so we got some, we got, we're getting a little bit more of our freedoms back Phase here. Phase three. Um, you know, all this right now is in the, the unofficial medium post capacity. So there is really no official guidance as of yet. But anyways, I looked at our numbers for our county and we have, uh, with our multiplier per, Per capita for that hundred thousand, we have a two point seven one four yeah. multiplier, right? So then you take the the hospital Science. or the the new new caseload. It's supposed to be two hundred new cases per hundred thousand. That means that we can have up to five hundred forty three cases per day in that two two week average. So that's five forty three is our magic number. We want to stay below, and then for hospitalizations over a seven day period, it's fourteen. Nice. So, and right now we are sitting at 89 cases per 100,000 
and or no just 89 cases so we're like hundreds below where we are in hospitalization we're at six so as of right now we qualify to rock'em sock'em robots um once we all enter into phase three on the 22nd there will be a three-week period this time instead of the the former two weeks so april 12th they will be coming back to reassess and look at what to do from there go to phase four after that. i mean let's Hopefully. let's hope that between today march 13th and april 12th that they come up with a plan of where to go next that would be nice because i don't see it turning around anytime soon but who knows to know what phase four looks <sighs> like in phase three would be nice it would be nice you know just kind of like i've been you know yelling at him on twitter every single time he tweets something for the last month because i feel like there should probably have been some guidance we've been doing this pandemic thing for over a year to your credit I follow a lot of local news people, mm-hmm. and I have, you are the only person that I have heard actually taking shots at him for not having some type of plan that was public, or at least an idea of what it would look like, or when, or anything, you yeah. know? Because so we have a four-phase four plan. It makes me sad for the world but happy to see that <laughs> you are like this is not free these these are not freedoms here no. we're not free if if they're not even telling us when we can start to do things like yeah that's that's the difference it's right? not even a semblance of freedom if they're not just no. don't even worry about it yeah just don't worry about just it just go ahead and jump off that cliff yeah you don't need to know how how deep it is don't just worry about it we'll figure it out yeah. yeah so that's where we're at Let's everybody. We got to sit here for another month, and hopefully, we'll get some more of our freedoms back. You love to see it. You know, I I love to see Phase Three, considering that you know, before it didn't exist. Yeah, it didn't exist a week ago, because he was too busy out there going to elementary schools visiting the children, who are going back to school in a reduced capacity. Yeah. Oh, during his speech to um, the next day. Actually, it was on the Friday afterwards. He spoke about school reopenings because we, we the state, are getting $2.6 billion from the COVID relief package. Yes. That's part of the, the state that goes to the schools. Yes. Um, the So many billion for schools. That's ours. And so he is urging schools to get back to, um, get back to school. Um, K through... Oh, I wrote down the numbers here, the dates. Hang on a second. The dates were... Oh, come on. Pull up my pictures, because I was taking on a picture. So he wants by April 5th, K through 6 schools, to to adopt some form of mandatory um, on-site learning. It, that option needs to be available for any parent that wants it, right? Um, and then by the 19th of April, K through 12, they need to adopt the, some form of a hybrid model where if a parent wants to send their kids to school for a portion of the week, right now he's requiring no more than 30% of learning hours to qualify the fuck as, does that as even a hybrid mean? model. Exactly. That I mean, means what is that, two days? Of, I don't understand. Two... Like, Two days, one, you know, partial hours, you know, because, you know, you try to split Just a give five me days. two days. Yeah, what's... Two what's, days in, three days out. Like, what Out the of fuck? how many hours you're at school over five days, 30 hours. Um, so that'll probably look like two days a week. Whatever the school... I don't know. There's school buses out right now. 
Scuba, so I don't know what's going on. It's like eight hours a day, yeah. right? I mean, it's like, I'm not too tapped in. I should. We should talk to. Man. We should talk to Shayna. Yes. About what's yeah, what she's got going on with schools. She might know. Yeah, that'd be good talk. So One to two days per week. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that happened on Friday too. That's kind of an adjacent thing to this. So. Ah, you gotta love For it. For reopening. So cool, cool, cool. We're love, moving in. We love freedom. Freedom. Well, some of our freedoms. So with that. Sports! Sports! Do you want to talk about sports? Yes. Cool. Always. I kind of want to, you know, dip for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll so, football football things are starting to happen. If you guys have been listening to the show for any period of time, you know that sports is mostly football around here. Um, and we have some, you know, free agency is happening. And uh, we're like the signing period for, what am, what am I looking for? Franchise tags, those those things have been happening. So we're just going to go ahead and run through some recent football news for you guys. Um, the Chargers released their corner, Casey Hayward, which is sad. He is excellent. Be interested to see that. Um, let's see. The 49ers have agreed to two-year terms with corner, Emmanuel Mosley, two years worth of $10.1 million. The Chargers released Trey Turner, their Pro Bowl guard. Um, the Chiefs are saving $17 million in cap series by converting Patrick Mahomes' $21.7 million roster bonus. Jesus Christ, this guy. Um, let's see. We have the Texans signed Christian Kirksey to a one-year deal, $4.5 million. He came from the Browns. Tom Brady... <laughs> Tom Brady signed another contract extension four years that converts to a one. I don't know exactly how this works out, but he's huh? in, he's in Tampa through 2022, um, and it's is that still within his original time parameters for wanting to retire? I think he's just going to keep going one year. You know, he's just going to keep just keep doing keep, it, keep going, just keep going and keep just going and keep swimming. going. Just yeah, so swimming. this can, it's, it converted don't, his extension and ring. it saved them 17 million dollars. Oh. So it's going to allow them 19 million dollars, um, and so. They're going to be able to go out and sign a couple more people to try and make the team a little bit better. Because now it's not about the money now. It's just about the fame and the fortune. For him, it's partially for money because that's why he went to Tampa. He wanted money. He was taking pay cuts in New England the entire time he was there to have a better team. And he said he wanted more money, and they said no, so he went to Tampa. Tampa The more I want to hate the guy, the more I can't. (laughs) Exactly. Um, the Saints released their tackle, Malcolm Brown, D-tackle. Um, they also adjusted Michael Thomas's contract, saved about $9 million. Cam Newton, he re-signed with the Pats for one year, close to $14 million. Um, the Bears are signing Cairo Santos. He's their kicker, five years, $16 million. Um, no kickers see. in the new league. The Texans, they signed uh, Mark Ingram, played for the Ravens last year, and I believe three years, maybe two, just two years. Signed him to a one-year deal, up to $3 million. Um, There was fucking J.J. Watt went to the Cardinals. J.J. Watt signed to the Cardinals, so that sucks really bad. You on Instagram? Um, Yes. This is dope. Who does this? This is a guy named JPA Football. That's the account. This is, yeah, it's excellent. That's dope. Excellent news, really good yeah. graphics. Yeah. I like Excellent it. posts. I like this guy. Shout out. Who? He's just like a regular dude. He's like 23 years old. He's a sports writer in like California or something. Oh, yeah. Shit. So this is just, yeah. Good for him. I like it. Very good for him. Yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers cool. signed another wide receiver, Jaden. Mi- oh, just kidding. Did not sign him. He was arrested last week. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Here we thought I, we had yeah, some trade yeah, news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. He was arrested last week after the cops found a concealed firearm in his car during a traffic stop. All gun laws are infringements. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and leap that there. Um, let's see. Janoris Jenkins he got released from the Saints. That's unfortunate. What's going on with Russ? What's going on with Russ? I keep hearing Man. I keep hearing things with Russ. So Russ, they fucking He keeps he went on he <laughs> went on somewhere. He went on somebody's show and was talking about not being happy about the offensive line. No shit. We've yeah. known him for years. The Word. offensive line is terrible. He and they're not getting their shit line. together. They're not getting any better. So that's, you know, apparently over last year, the last two seasons, he has voiced his opinion on the offensive line in the locker room, in the regular facilities, and he's been silenced. He's been told kind of to shut the fuck up, um, which is obviously not good. It's Russell Wilson. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks alive in the league right now. So what? the Who's last thing, shut up? Pete Carroll, you know, people who are running the team. Pete Carroll has more sway than it. It yeah. appears on the outside. Yeah. Um, he's also like the vice president of football operations or something like that. He has like huge. Woo. Yeah, he just signed another contract extension, so he, he has big play in the in the facility, especially in the organization. That's what I'm mm-hmm. looking for, especially since Paul Allen died. Oh, Paul yeah. Allen was very involved. He he loved football. He was very involved in the team and all of everything that happened. God, it's, I it's, forgot about that. It's his wife now that owns the team. She, it, which she not to off. her fault. Yeah, she just doesn't. Just not her thing. Football yeah. is not her thing. She just owns the team. You know. So there are other people more involved now. So there are different people's visions that are starting to kind of take hold. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they are either listening to trade offers or have taken calls. Um, I, I don't know, you know, they're not soliciting trades, but they have listened to trade offers from other teams for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has come out and said there are like five teams that he's willing to play for. He has a no trade clause in his contract, so it would have to be voided mutually for them to be able to go there. Uh, I understand the reaction when I ask you now. So there I don't are, like any of that. there are. Are a lot of things. Okay, let me start here. We can't lose thing that I Russell want, Wilson. The last thing that I want is for Russell Wilson to not play football here anymore because I don't think that it's what's best for the Seahawks. Um, we already chose not to franchise tag Chris Carson, which I don't think is a terrible thing. Um, but it, yeah. they're trying to save money. You know, they're trying to get money so they can sign more people, which I think you need to do. Obviously, you need to do if you want to keep Russ. Yeah. There would have to be a really, really good trade for me to feel comfortable giving up Russell Wilson. There are very few quarterbacks in the league right now that I would rather have over Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. Or that I would even accept instead of Russell Wilson. You know, I think the only ones I would take instead of Russell Wilson is like Tom, Tom Brady, Brady, maybe Aaron Rodgers. You know, I probably wouldn't even take Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah. So there are very few people, and I'm sure that's biased. You know, anybody out of state listen, I'm sure that's biased. I don't, I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes isn't great. I just that's don't know that I would take him instead of yeah. Russell Wilson. Are there people Man. I would be happy with if I didn't have Russell Wilson? If I could have Justin Herbert, I would be happy with that. It, if I could have. If he went, it would be somebody, but it wouldn't be anybody that I would accept. Exactly. Because so, if the goal is to save money. 
our team is so reliant on a quarterback at this point in time of Russell Wilson's caliber that to have anybody else come in is going to, I mean, knock 20% of the wins off of the team off top, I think. I don't – it's got to happen eventually, but I don't want to see a rebuild in the Hawks right now. And if you're going to get a new quarterback, unless they're going to be a young quarterback with exactly the same style as Russell Wilson, you're going to have to rebuild the team. The team is built around Russell Wilson and his skills yeah. at this point in time. So and if that's not what you're doing, I don't know. It's built that way, and there's one shaky wall, and it's the wall of flesh that's trying to protect him. Yeah. That's it their job to protect him and they failed to do it and he has overcome for so many years i can see him being tired of it bro i'm tired of getting beaten up all right i can't carry us you're supposed to you're supposed to hold the line he's been sacked more times than any other quarterback in the nfl (laughs) there's no there's no reason for that no and how yeah and then how are you not firing the the offensive line coach or whatever and then yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing. Offensive coach. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, why There's are you not holding people accountable for yeah. not doing what they're supposed to do? They suck. Yeah. There's the offensive coordinator, and then underneath them, there's, you know, the line coach, the wide receivers coach, mm-hmm. the quarterback coach. There are different coaches for each different position. Team. Yeah. That's right. That's each right. That's position right. group. So, position group. Yeah. So, <sighs> there's a lot of rumors. I personally don't think he'll go anywhere. I. Th- um, I but especially this season, right? If yeah. we're, if they're going to come back and play hard, I think yeah, I don't it's too think... late in the game for like major things. Although crazier things have happened. You know? Yeah. So, so I'll just hope that doesn't happen. Still have the draft and all that shit to happen. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things. Oh but, boy. But I, I don't think that. Yeah. Cause when will. the Seahawks go to the, the draft, that might, you don't have shit to pick. That's the thing is like, we don't have like hardly any picks. Because we traded picks away to get Jamal Adams and like all this. So we don't have any first round picks or, um, so I think the first pick we have is a third round pick. Um, so we would also, oh. if we're going to trade Russell Wilson, is to get like massive picks. You know, like mm-hmm. two first round picks, three first round picks, plus whatever the fuck else. You know. Yeah. Man. So, so I mean, Deshaun Watson just got traded for like three first round picks, I think, and Russell Wilson's better than Deshaun Watson, so. You know, at least third round, at least three first round picks for Russell Wilson. It's yeah. a fucking insane, insane haul for any insane. team to trade. Plus the amount of cap, the amount of money they're going to eat when they take over his contract. Because there's no way we're going to hold on to all that money and let go of Russell Wilson. I mean, we just signed yeah. him to like a hundred, hundred forty million dollar contract like two years ago. It's like all guaranteed. So we're not, we're not going to eat that. If yeah, he goes, that's true. You know, we're going to force the other team to eat that contract. So. Man, tough spot. That's what I'm saying. The amount of money that we would have to be given, money yeah. and picks, the treasure to that we would that have up. to take in to get rid of Russell yeah, Wilson, at least that. I almost don't know is worth any team to give up. You nah. know? Oh, yeah. Unless they think that would they be can like a Tom Brady. Unless they think they can get him and then win for like three years in a row or mm-hmm. be competitive to win for three years in a row. I don't see how you can. And I don't. I would. I obviously haven't given deep thought to that, but I would have to think really hard to think of a team. That I think you could yeah, take like, Russell Wilson and insert them, and they would be Super Bowl level competition for the next three years. No. I don't. I would have to really think about that. You know, because you, know, you have to build the team around Russ. Yes. And I don't. Yeah. There's nobody that plays like the Seahawks to most people's benefit these days. So I mean, the uh, Bears maybe, but the Bears are not going to be a Super Bowl team for the next three years no. immediately. That's not. Go Bears. No. No man, so, that ain't happening. Mm-mm. So I, 
I forgot I wanted to ask you this during sports. Yes. But it's related to the to the Rona. Deal. As we, you know, this will be the first season that we can go back to sports games, you know, fo- football, baseball. Because they have to re- be operating on a reduced capacity, is how – I have a feeling everything's going to be more expensive. <sighs> Probably. How much? If you had to guess. Like a Man. 25%? It's, it, it's got to be. I mean, you know, they're going to – it's not going to be like 100% because they're going to save money by having less people working there, you yeah. know? Less shit is going to be open. So – And I bet you they have grants available to get extra funding for, you know, uh, PPE and yeah, whatever. so fuck, dude. But I just – I would hope that – Not going to be cheaper. They're definitely not no, going to be cheaper. They won't be. You know, I'm going to say a 25% increase or something like that. I don't oh. mean – it's expensive to enough to go, a man. Hundred bucks concessions alone, not ticket price. Yeah, you know, a couple hundred bucks for tickets to a box game. Yeah, you know? and in the nosebleeds. Yes, like three hundred plus dollars. Yeah, yeah and then you you know if you want to go with like the wife, you get, it's not one, it's two. Yeah, it's a lot of tickets. You're talking about almost a thousand dollars to go to a football game. You know what I'm saying? And it's the Seahawks, and so it's a 50-50 whether that's just going to be a massive disappointment or not. Could go to a game where you're like, bro, they're about to sh- just boat race this Boom. team, and they might fucking lose. Yep. That shit happens. It hap- That's what the Hawks do. Yeah. Or, um, would, how much time do we have? Three and let. We should probably wrap it up. Um, Word. Sounds good to me, man. Do you have anything else that you wanted to throw I in? I don't here? think so. No? I'm trying to think. Unless you got more sports. Let me ask you one more thing. No, yeah. nothing more sports. What the fuck is an NFT? Have you heard about this? NFT? Non-fungible token? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Word. NFT. First heard about it on Tim Dillon, and I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? An NFT, a non-fungible token, is a thing Sounds on... Crypto? Kind of. Okay. It's a thing on the internet, right, that you can purchase... Everybody else can get access to, but you own it. You're the only person that owns it. So Taco Bell has an NFT. Lindsay Lohan has an NFT that someone bought for $17,000. It's like a it's a coin of her, and she's like holding a Bitcoin, I think. Um, what? Real estate inside of video games online, NFTs. Oh, not real things. That you buy in our property. Um, yes. I feel like I might have to Google it. So somebody just sold a painting for tens of thousands of dollars. A digital oh. painting online. Word, 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 word. Like, uh, like uh, my background on the computer. That is, That would be an NFT. Somebody could make that and sell it online. Yes. Got it. But then only one person can own it. But then you could still have it as your background. Because you can get access to it, you know. Feasibly, you can control who has, you know. Who has, who ha- but so you like selling out licenses to, to, to display something as your own. I don't understand. <laughs> My brain's Look up breaking. the Taco Bell NFT. Okay. Because, yeah, when you wow, say Taco magic. Bell, I'm like, what? yeah, Wow, magic items used to be sold for real money. Yes. Yeah, word. Yeah. Yeah, look up the Taco Bell NFT. Taco Bell NFT. 
Taco Bell sure. issued NFTs for digital taco art. Yes. What? Okay. So taco art. And it's done through blockchain. And so you can verify who the owner is. And so you can you can own something on the internet. Gifts. People are selling gifts. And other people can use it, but you own it. So it's like a copyright thing. Like that's I don't fine. understand it. I don't have... I need to do more research into yeah, this. I'm really it. confused. That's it. That's the NFT. Look at go down. Go down. Scroll down. That's the Taco Bell NFT. That's it. So you can get that. You can buy introducing NFT Taco Bell. NF Taco Bell. Yes. So you purchase this Bell. thing. The art was sold on the Rarible Marketplace. And according to The Verge, the 25 tokens it was put up were sold within a half hour. Yes. What? Yes. What is going on okay, here? Okay. So also, also. What is it's this? A, it's a tax scam, right? That's Tim Dillon is like, it's a tax scam because you can take... You can take all these things, right? They, have to have, they said they have 25 tokens. And so, look, that's when people sold a piece of digital art for $69 million at auction. NFT, $69 million NFT. Okay, so, the, the Taco Rimes Bell. the 5.8 yes. million selling digital. Yes. Money. Fucking, there was some band that released their album for free but sold one copy of it digitally for millions of dollars. But it's for free on the internet. But one person owns the actual album on the internet. So, check this, right? As far as NFT goes, uh-huh. for NF Taco Bell, for example, right? This you take, gift? they have 25 of these coins that you can buy, the tokens, right? Yeah. So, when the first token is sold, for however much it's sold for, let's say $10,000, that, let's just say, that's the value of the tokens, right? That's is, how, just listen, follow on? me here. That's the value of the tokens, right? The other tokens... You take the $24,000 or whatever, you know, $240,000 from the other ones. You can donate the, these tokens at the value of $10,000 per token. Okay. You, you can then claim this as a loss on your taxes because you donated all of this money. It's, I'm not explaining it well. Lyra would say, that's not right. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen to Tim Dillon. He, he explains it so better. So NFTs are a... A, it's a way to take a loss on your taxes without actually losing anything. Because you're making a thing on the internet that you're selling. Yeah, and then it's still going to be there because it's on the fucking and then internet. You get a tax break. <laughs> yes. I don't. I yes. cannot believe. Well, okay, okay. All right. I'm going to look more into this and gain a better understanding because. Watch not, the most recent. Not due to the way you're explaining it to me. I think I am just failing to comprehend the foundation. It doesn't make any sense. Here. It doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you. Good. It's Good. taken me so almost a week. My confusion is apt. Taken me almost a week to get here. Okay. Well, to where I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense. Because I'm like, well, then I'm going to make something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an NFT and make a bunch of money. And then Larry's, I'm going to be like, Larry, this is what I did, bro. Make me money in my taxes. Write that, write that shit off. Yeah. Watch the most recent episode of Tim Dillon podcast. I do love Tim Dillon. Telling you. That dude is, he's a, a wild man. It's a tax scam. Yeah. I believe it. So, people are trying to come up with legit tax scams all the time. Yeah. And there's a, a ton of them. And they, people get away with it until all of a sudden somebody catches on and then they're like, well, we need to make this a law. So there you go. <sighs> that was fantastic. I didn't ask you earlier. Um, I know we're running long, but have you watched anything good recently? I watched a movie. Last weekend, I don't remember what it was called. I think it was on Amazon. It was a French movie, French Canadian movie. 
about Canadian some movie. people who got radicalized or something and decided to go <clears throat> stay at a wilderness commune to learn survival skills. <laughs> and when they were there... Of course you fucking watched this movie. And when they were there... Um, that makes so much sense, Donovan. Someone died on accident. Oh, no. And they had to try and cover up the murder or, like, the, the death. And then there was a split in the group of whether or not they were going to cover it up or try and call the police. And so then there, you know, a fight ensues and people try and escape. I also watched a movie called Guns Akimbo. Um, oh, dude. <laughs> Guns Akimbo, right? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? First sale sets the price. Then you make the money by selling a virtual item and donate the rest for a price and get a tax break. Yes. Thank you. I think it was a question mark. Yes. But yes. That's what I'm saying. That totally makes sense. Now that I say it. Now that I see it. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Wow. I used the wrong words because I don't know money. But that's what I'm saying. But, the, but all of so the items wild. are virtual. It's just the one that sets the price for it. And then you can donate these other things at this value. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yes. But I'm a big fan. Yes. I'm telling you. Dude, I, I'm telling you the internet is finding more and more innovative ways to tell the government to go fuck themselves. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> we have cryptocurrency. How many cryptos? You'll, <laughs> you'll never stop us. You'll never know. I cannot believe what's Bitcoin at now. Is it doing something wild and just jumping like a, sure. we having a massive sixty one thousand dollars? Watch sixty one thousand dollars. It went up a thousand dollars just in the last like hour. Yeah. Damn. What is going on with Bitcoin? Ooh, Bone Tomahawk, savage. Bone Tomahawk oh. is a great movie. Yeah. I can't find this movie. Maybe I didn't watch it on here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a it's a French movie, French Canadian movie. But yeah, <laughs> it's a um, French movie, French Canadian, different continents, bro. It's a French Canadian movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, then Guns Akimbo. You seen that, yeah. right? Fucking Long time ago, but super yeah. weird. Drilled into his hands. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, and he's the he's the guy that looks like Harry Potter. He is he, Harry Potter. He is Harry Potter. Yeah. He is the one. Not in that movie, obviously. But Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he was also he was in that one movie, that other recent movie where like the jungle, the corpse. Oh, right. Oh, remember um, that? Yeah, with, yeah. What the he fuck was, was the that movie called? Oh. With the kid from Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. What the fuck was that? Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, Swiss Army Man. Yes, that's what it's called. That was a wild. That's a movie. fucking Daniel Radcliffe got into some weird shit. He did. He's like, I'm gonna be Harry Potter. I'm gonna do all indie movies forever. Just weird shit. What the fuck? I like it. I like it. I'm a big fan because Oh, I, me too. They've all been good. Yeah, because they don't they're not just the same yeah. crap that we get all the time. Some of them are like for me they're hit or misses for me. Sometimes I like them, sometimes I don't, but like I they're all good movies. Swiss Army Man was fucking it's weird. So weird. Bro. Have you seen have you seen Jojo Rabbit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that, Jojo Rabbit. That was, so that was good. good. So good. Jojo Rabbit was good. I, I recently watched uh Kong Skull Island. How was that? Oh, it's, it's so good. Like it's really? Brie Larson. Good. Brie, Larson, Brie Larson is in it. Um, young Brie Larson, huh? Younger, yeah. but not that young. I mean, like it, this is recent. Years ago? No, 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 no. No, it's new. No, it's not like. Oh. It's not the old King Kong oh, with like Nicole Kidman okay. and this stuff. This was after Godzilla. Yes, okay. and it's a part of that same world right, that they're doing right, right now. Because right? this next one, they're gonna fight, right? It's Godzilla versus King. Yeah. King. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. So, and I'm 
super, super into yeah, sure those movies. I want to go to the movies, yo. Talk to Makaya. I saw a tweet yeah. the other day. He's super jazzed to go to we movies. Should, we're I'm fucking, really not excited about I think about you it. can rent out a movie theater for not that much money. Word. Or we we can we use like one, the magic of technology and living in the future, and one person can buy the movie on Amazon or on HBO or whatever they're doing with all like the same-day releases, and we could do a film party at a house. It's not the same. You're like, no, I want to go to the theater. I want to go to uh, the you movies. You people are weird. Wifey's like that, too. She loves going to the movie theater and going to the movie. Get a hot dog. Actually, we're doing that tomorrow, Good $5 I think. $5 hot dog? Yep. That's, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. But, I mean, it's obviously, dog. like I tell her, I give her a hard time whenever we do it. Because I'm like, God, what weird, are you getting a thing? thing? Yes. Except if you go to the one, like, in Paulsbo or whatever, they just they go microwave it in the back. Oh, it's, gay. Yeah, it's a thing. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, it's no good. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, how PC, bro? I know. Um, you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say, You can't make those noises with your mouth. But I'm just, I don't know. I've never been into theaters, man. Ah. And especially, I got really weirded out with, like, public shootings and shit. Yeah. Mass shootings. I'm like, nah, I don't need to. Every time I go in there. Go to Strebel's first? I'm always on a thing. Don't worry about that. I'll tell you about that later. What? Yes, thank you. Go to Strebel's first. It's a it's a place. Shameless plug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's that's a. Uh, I'll tell you about it after the show. Right. I don't want to blow up their spot. Uh, but yeah. Forgot. What? Well, well, yeah. Watching movies. the movies, the King Kong. Oh. Um, yeah. Mass shooting movie theater. I'll tell you yeah, what. I don't want to go to movie Once theater. I got a gun, there's even like a little thing, you know. Right, don't bring guns. I'm incriminating in. myself. I went and I asked the cops after I got my gun. I was like, "What's the deal? Yep. With all these gun signs? Because." I don't understand what the legality is. Like, what's the, you know. And he was like, technically, they're not, le- like, legally binding. Like, they, no. they can't. They can't tell you you can't no, carry in an but, open carry state. But they're allowed to make their own rules for what they do on the premises. So if they see you concealed carrying, he said, which they shouldn't if you're doing a good job of it, then they can ask you to leave. And then if you say no, then you're trespassing. He was like, but that's the only way that that would like, be a problem. So I'd. Fuck those signs. I know. Yeah. If, if there's nothing that's going to hinder me from bringing my gun in there, I'm going to carry. Because yeah. that's, I just refuse to be at that's a disadvantage. A you know that's what I'm saying? Point. That's a very good point. So, movie theater. Like 2A two two shill. If I could, I'd say that my AR across my lap. It's comfy, bro. Oh, yeah. It's nice. It's like a weighted blanket. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sleep with it. Just lay down. <sighs> Yeah, it's oh, nice. <laughs> Have you ever seen, this is like a throwback, and I don't know if you were even into skateboarding, but I was back so I in the day, bar. right? The Bones Brigade, you know who I'm talking about? No. Like old school Tony Hawk. Sounds familiar. Yeah, okay. So when Tony Hawk was a young, young, young lad. Young lad. Right? He was, on, he was in a group called the Bones Brigade, and they made a skate video called Animal Chin. Where is, search for Animal Chin. That's who it is. Animal Chin, right? And um, you want to know why he's a millionaire? That's why. And that's a dope name. In this skate video, they're like sleeping with their boards in a hotel room and stuff like that. Yeah, and they God, I miss skate um, videos, man. Thank you for joining us. We're we're gonna be out here soon. So um, yeah, that's what that reminds me of. That's funny. Sleeping with their boards in a hotel room. Yeah. Animal Chin. You should repeat that. It's it's a sick video. It's really cool. <laughs> I did you know, see some the, big uh, ass ramps and shit. 
they like redid a Tony Hawk game. You re-released like a new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about getting that because I used to be Love super deep games. into those games. I've been playing Injustice lately. Oh, yeah, Injustice yeah, yeah. 2. Oh, my God. Hard. It is hard, yeah. yeah it goes hard. Um, oh, yeah, it goes hard too, yeah. And Dax has been really into it. He's been watching me play, you know. They went to the park last week, and oh, there was heroes. a little girl there that I guess was younger than Dax, and they, um, she was like sitting on the the merry-go-round thing, mm-hmm. and Dax went up to talk to her. You know, he uses a lot of sign language, like that's how he talks. So he knows how to say video game in sign language, and so he walked up to her and he starts like doing this. He's like talking to her, you know, in sign language about playing a video game, and because it's injustice, they're fighting each other. So he goes. And just oh. throws his fist and like grunts and shit like that. So he'll, that's like when he's talking about playing Super Video Game, that's what he'll do. He'll do this and then he goes, Gah! and so he's fucking talking to this girl. He's like, and, and Jordan is like, So are you talking to her about playing superhero video game? Because she has like a nanny there who I'm sure is like, What the fuck <laughs> is this kid doing? Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Kid, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. What are you doing right so now? So last night, you're he scaring was, the children. We're trying to go. We're trying to put him to bed, and he's, no, no, we're not going to play video games right now. Like in the morning, you know, maybe we can in the morning. Yeah, it's pretty. It fucking started, cute, Don. Man. It started. It's pretty he wants cute. Wants to stay up with dad and play video games. Yeah, he just wants to play video games. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, good lad. Good so that's lad. What that's what I've been doing. Playing injustice. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're playing some games. I'm, I'm trying to do less of that. It's pretty easy to fit, you know, like 20 minutes in after dinner before you get from the bed. Yeah, you know? see, that's it's, what I need. Something yeah. like I can come home, hit it, quit it. Exactly. That sounds what? bad. Yeah. Well, I'll just I'll let him pick the characters. You know, he'll walk up and just point to the people he wants to fight. You know, for some so reason. A, so it's just like one of those fighting games. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like Mortal Kombat, but it's just DC superheroes and villains. Oh, that's um, pretty dope. Yeah. So we will always start with Green Lantern versus Batman. Always. And you're Green Lan- Lantern? Yes. Interesting. I'm I'm Green Lantern because Batman, there's like levels in the game for the individual characters. Mm-hmm. I don't want Batman to be too high of a level. So I got to be the other person to get more experience. Oh, because yeah. you're just always Batman? Batman is the most common character in the main storyline of the game. Mm-hmm. So he just gets the most experience points in the main storyline. So when you're doing... Side fights and shit yeah. like that. So everybody kind of starts experience. out as that. Exactly. So they all start at zero. So when you, so I just use Green Lantern instead. So what possessed you to pick Green Lantern? That out was of all him. The, out of all the characters. That was him. Dax did. Oh, word. Yeah. Batman is his favorite DC superhero. So he always picks Batman. And then I say, okay, who else? And he always does Green Lantern first. That's funny. Because so. he, he doesn't know who Green Lantern Fuck is, no. right? Fuck no. Look at that. Random as shit. Just That's pick wild. Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah well, and it's always Green Lantern. It's probably because he's always... He's always got some kind of glowy greenness on him. Yeah, I have no idea what the deal is. I like it. So we'll do that like two or three times. And I'm like, no, pick somebody else. I don't, no more Green Lantern or Batman. I'm not, <laughs> no I, don't want, I don't want to do this over and over and over again. So That's funny. That's good. I might have to try to play a game tonight now, now that I think about it. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah. Because I haven't really messed with it. I've been like writing and shit again yeah. at night. Staying up way too late. It's, you know, late hours of the evening. I got like a little drink going on. Sippy, Lights sippy, down, a little bit of this. Yeah, because when it's not lit up for a podcast, this place is very cozy. Yeah, big fan, big big fan. Yeah, well, dope. 
That's it. We're gonna, are you ready? Yeah. Else? All right. Well, I just want to remind Drop everybody. Thank, too. thank everyone for joining us. Obviously, this has been an incredible show today. So if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you, YouTube Salt of the Streets. Obviously, leave us a like and a comment. Share us with everyone so they know that we're here. They know they can find this information. All we want is objective information spread to everybody so they can make up their own minds. Help us accomplish this goal. You can follow us on our personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin is at Big Bird Afi on both of those things. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets, our YouTube at Salt of the Streets, our Facebook at Salt of the Streets, fuck Facebook. You can find all of this on our saltofthestreets.com as well as the episodes, the links, all of our past episodes. We used to write articles and stuff like that. All of that stuff is on there. Um, with that, Oh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, obviously leaving us a rating and a review. It helps people find us. Yeah. helps more people know that we are here. With that, I am ready for the closing line. Let's do it. Colin, what am I going to need to know how to make a tiramisu? There's three, there's three weeks left of school. Give me a fucking break. No. Make me a goddamn tiramisu. <laughs> make me a goddamn tiramisu. Bye. I forgot we got to do that now. It's hard to go back and just do a hard cut. Boom. There you go.